0: Welcome back, one and all, to the only show that breaks down, cracks up, skews, and reviews each week's DC Comics. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I'm Jim Moore. And this is the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast, episode number 372.
1: Yep, 372, Eric Shortstack with you. Hoop hoop. I'm going, I'm gonna try you know. to make you laugh tonight because you are in pain. You, you ended I'm up all, hurting yourself, and I I'm going to make you slept on my neck laugh.
0: wrong. It's all cranked up, and now I'm like just sitting here like the Hunchback of Notre Dame where I can't even like extend myself. I don't even know how I'm actually going to go through this show this entire time because we're going to have to look at the books, squinting down, leaning down, then moving back all to the mic. Right. It's
1: going to be weird. Don't you know you should rather sleep on your back or your stomach, not on your neck, Eric? See, these are the jokes. <laughs> I'll make you laugh all night long. I will. But hey, everybody, welcome to the show. All Eric we got to do is having make this a problems, video call. is right? That would be funny. You'd be there. There are times, actually, you do have <laughs> problems with your neck where you walk around like oh, Frankenstein. It's yeah, one of
0: those things Like every, you know, twice a year, it gets messed up to the point where
1: I can't move my neck at all. It's the worst. Yeah. It's from all that rubbernecking. And Eric is what you end up doing, right? That's another joke. That's two. The, those is that was we two, call it at the truck stop? Yeah, rubbernecking? Those, those first two are free. I call it something <laughs> else. Yeah, no, that's called ride home uh, change. You end up here, we have a podcast. We have a bunch of books tonight, some big books, too. some things that people have been talking about there the The word on the street is high this this week we'll go we'll out see the street. What's going on. I hear it though. I'm down. I'm People are yelling the out basement. there. I was like, you open uh, the window. shut up. What's that? You say the whim take? I don't know what that means. Oh, my goodness. But we're going to go through those. Honestly, books, I didn't know what with you meant at first. Of, all of that. Also, go over to our website at weirdsciencedccomics.com, where we review all of these books or most of them. One, Eric, I just had enough with, and I, I'm going to get back to it next issue. But we'll, we'll discuss that later as well. Um, but with that also go over to our twitter at weird science dc follow us we'll follow you back 100 percent. that's a follow back policy eric and go to our patreon patreon.com slash weird science where we have a a plethora of podcasts i just ended up finishing my solomon grundy character of the month podcast and have the poll up for the dc isn't he deal.
0: really the character of the and year it, jim it, he's the loves character grundy. of
1: all time but i thought that it'd be a fun thing coming up the poll is up for everybody if you join any you can vote and you can vote on the next character of the month and that's a suicide squad edition meaning the film and you could choose between harley quinn Captain Boomerang, King Shark, Peacemaker, and Bloodsport. Eric, and it does look like Runaway, look at you, mainstream motherfucker King over here. King Shark is winning of right? he That is. means we're going to see a lot He's of Superboy, right? Though we're going to get a lot of Superboy with that because he was in a lot of issues with Superboy. So we'll see how that goes. That's one of the things. But one of the things we do each and every week is our Patreon only spotlight, our DC Comics Patreon only spotlight, where the badasses that get fresh. Boop, boop, Beep, boop, boop, boop. Did that hurt you doing that? Or? A little bit. They end up picking which books of that week will be featured on that spot, like me and Eric do. And this one was "I Am Batman" number zero and "Justice League: Last Ride" number four. Ended up being an hour and twenty minutes. You know, you get your bang for your bucks, right? And also maybe a lot of nonsense, because there was some. I don't remember. At the end of that, yeah. At the end, we were talking about the idea that I think that Tanya is trying to train the dog to bite my face off and things. Oh, it, that was fun. And it was that's fun. That's
0: not nonsense. That's, that's real. Time.
1: Isn't, that isn't. That's that's actually me. That's a cry for Crying help. for help. <laughs> it, is, it certainly is. But you can go over again, patreon.com slash weird science to get all of that. That completes all the books of the week and also gets. You know, you could get a lot of other things as well, Eric. But the people who you can blame if you don't like those books that are picked are the badasses of the Get Fresh crew. And this is their roll call, Eric. Roll call. Is that how you yell it? No, no, I don't I'm just yell gonna, it. I think that because you're upset, I'm just going to go so over the top. <laughs> Jay Jennings, Eric, Am I Josh upset Murray from Not a Robot Podcast, Ted Probes. I love punchline. We're going to get some punchline later, and we're going to see that Eric does love that punchline. Forrest, Paulie, Cam, Joseph, Bogsick, Matt, Razor, D-Man Three Thousand, All New, Dave. Lady Abby, Red Matches Malone, Niels T-Word, David Fink, Joey Bear Costco, Steve Baum, Tony Walton, Jason Colby, two forty two 42 to you and me, Michael G, me and him just did a Batman Mask of the Phantasm podcast that you can listen to on the Patreon. Ken Halleck, Comic Boom, Araki there at the YouTube Cellar Dweller, Mark Jaeger, Aldrin Stoja, Nick Adams, Bill Beer from the Bat Pub and has a new football podcast as well, Eric, just a little aside. Robin. Oh, my God, Ruben! Carlos, Lone Bookmark, Luke Hollywood, Simon, Luis, Manship, Andrew and Belfast, Swanee, Anthony G, Josh Vermillion, Don't Need Him, My Man Pete from NYC, Sailor Moon, Mark, R. Man, Rob Lewis, B, Murr, Brandy Murray, and Double A, Ron, All-Time Great, Reginald, Drinkwater, Reggie, Boom, Boom. I just have love- to speed things up because I really, the people <laughs> at the back end, they don't get a lot of no, comments. No, you right? usually
0: rush through them at the end Damn because right. you're running out of time.
1: Those I always the, feel bad for them. Those are the long standing ones. Actually, I think it's now in like an alphabetical order, but I'm not sure. But yeah, you know, they're all there. They're all I am happy that you guys did a,
0: a Mask of the Phantasm podcast, though, because now you finally watch the movie. You can finally follow the intricate storytelling of Tom King's Batman With and Catwoman.
1: If you go and listen to that, you'll you'll hear a lot of shade about that. But also, remember, I told you before that I had watched it. I ended up when when that came out, I said I finally watched it. I realized that I didn't. Yeah, I watched half of it and must have fallen asleep because I'm I'm watching it this time. I'm like. And the the Joker in this for? <laughs> I'm like, I guess I didn't finish it <laughs> but the this last the thing.
0: Time. I even told you about that when Batman and Catwoman 1 came out and how the story takes place and why the Joker would be no, involved. No, I,
1: I didn't know that he was involved that much. I actually just thought that it would end and kind of Joker walks into town. Hey, baby. I didn't know that he hit her with bologna. And, and when you get hit in the head with bologna, right, you, you have a, a longstanding deal with that. But um, I liked it. It's uh, good. It, it's good. It is good. I don't think it's perfect. I had some issues with it. How many no kind of issues do. you have? With it. One of my issues is the long s fight with the Joker. Really, is just in there to get a long ass fight the with the Joker. about the operatic
0: Batman but... theme opening thing, it's, oh, so, yeah. it's so
1: badass. Do you remember Sometimes the?
0: I like to put it on and just freaking, you know, chill out do to you? it.
1: That's like me saying I like to listen to the Final Fantasy music, right? You end up at the end. There is a song, a sung song, right? Sing, song sang, song sang. Uh, do you know who did it? No, do you know who? It was Tia Carrera. Oh, nice. And I ended up like, oh, that's cool. I got the idea that Michael G had no idea who Tia Carrera was and then tried to explain <laughs> who Tia Carrera was and didn't get very far. I just said, you know, Wayne's World, yeah. Tia Carrera. I say, how Tia do you Carrera. explain who Tia Carrera is, really? And Wayne's World. Yeah. yeah. That's what I said. Uh, but yeah, it, it was really good. So you could go right now and listen to that. That was about an hour and 50 minutes, a lot longer than it was planned, Eric. Because at one point, me and you did make a rule that, Anything that you do movie wise It has to be at the length or shorter Than the actual deal That, that went down the tube We yeah. were talking about a lot of things though, and about You know some of the stuff But with that I do agree And it, it's going to come into play next week Because I think we have Batman Catwoman next week And yeah now, now I have my You know guns armed Eric Is that what you say My, you know, my bullets armed. are in there Because now I am a little upset At the lack of You know doing anything with Andrea and the whole phantasm deal, though. Also, by the end, never really explained how she was disappearing in, in a puff of smoke, Eric. That's never was? It Jim. Well, it looked like it, but then was it because you never, what is she she's got a Batman teleporter? People. She got a teleporter? Does she? I always just
0: figure the smoke was there and then she ran off real quick off problem. to the side.
1: At the end, she disappears with the Joker. She grabs the Joker and uh-huh. both of them disappear. I don't think she's running them through <laughs> the areas. That's the problem. Like a honeymoon. But, yeah, that is the yeah, really, that is for later and also for the Patreon. So we'll finish. Don't there. Take away from that awesome movie. And I, I did like it. I gave it an eight five. An eight five out of ten. I don't know why I'm saying all of this here. Uh I was higher than Michael G. <laughs> and he gave it a lower score.
0: Nine point five that, out
1: of ten. That's three jokes. I said I was higher than him. But he gave it a lower score as well. You get it, Eric? I'm explaining no. my joke. I was high as a kite. I'm oh, saying. dry. I was smoking the Mary Jane's. I was, is that what the kids say nowadays? I, I, don't I said, go look around at me. Kids. I'm at Woodstock 99. Holy crap. But we'll go off now to the books.
2: plastic racing The upper battle I'm facing
1: Yes, we're back, Eric. Don't give me shit about the crowbar. You I, I can about? just imagine you sitting there. It was a bomb. Was what? For, what are you about? Say, I'm like, crowbar? It, it, it better, Eric. That's what it does. That—that's the mini version. It goes on to talk about the painting and, and stuff like that, uh, which I thought we actually were going to get at the end of this. I really <laughs> did. Uh, and obviously, I'm talking about the first book. We'll—we'll we'll talk a little bit before that, but. Yeah, we we finish some big things in Batman: Urban Legends and start some big things as well. But in this section, we also have Detective Comics for what it's worth, Eric. Mister Worth for for what it's worth, and 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 the Joker book. uh, You know, playing a joke on everyone who thought it was a Joker book, Eric. Oh my god! Oh wow! You you hear these segues? These are pretty cool, right? Issue number one calling. Oh my god! (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Hey, everybody! Welcome to the book section. Trying to keep it peppy with Frankenstein uh, being here. Uh, but I'm the yeah, doctor. Oh, exactly. Both <laughs> the monster is the doctor, the doctor is the monster. We end up, you know, having these books. We're going to have a section of two after this as well. And again, all of the reviews can be found on the website weirdsciencedccomics.com. So go check those out, and, and you can see like cool things like the headers on things that we do to make little inside jokes. Usually. Those are done. In my mind, I do that to kind of make you laugh, even though or sometimes I just don't even come up with stuff. But with that, I I don't even think that you even read them. So I end up at points. I'm like, screw this. And, And this past week, I didn't even get done what reviews I did until I think it was quarter of four. It, it, started was, till it midnight. was terrible. Well, I couldn't. I had too many other things to do in this damn house. So with all of that said and done, we're going to go into the first book, which we had that song leading into it, because this is going to end the cheer story here. And I don't know. I expected a little more, but it is Batman Urban Legends. Number six, Eric, you know. I'm I'm trying to get to my deal. and I'll go to the uh, uh uh the thing that's screwing me up is when we do these we always talk about the creative teams as we go. I'm like, why didn't I write the creative teams? Even though I talked to you about that right before we started. In this issue of Urban Legends, we end the Red Hood story with Jason giving up guns and possibly getting closer to being on the painting. Uh, continue setting up the Wildcats' return with a zealot one shot that weird. felt weird timing wise, and a setup to the Deathstroke Ink book coming up from Joshua Williamson. However, the big news on the pulse of the streets was the end of the three-part Tim Drake story that gives them a little more choices on the dating scene, Eric, is what I say. Yes, Tim Drake is bisexual. And while I will wait and see if that's something that can expand or elevate the character, I, I just wish it happened in a better story. And and that's my play on this. And I War waited kind though. of I- – I kind of wait till the idea – of us talking about this because me just getting on Twitter saying, I wish it was a better story. People are just going to hate me. And it's kind of set up to get a hate deal Uh, here. We can explain it, but you know, we'll get into that. But with that, when we say set up, a lot of it isn't well set up that Tim was bisexual. My idea is set up this actual story. You, You can't just have a three part story. That you're just relying on a one-page, you know, thing at the end. Hey, look, I'm bisexual. Let's go on a date. You have to do okay. something better with the story, and it's well, a real when shame. Even start things
0: out where it's like Stephanie Brown and Tim Drake who have had a love affair for 20 years now, our time's like, oh, yeah, they broke up off panel. Let's move on. I'm like, no, you can't do and, that.
1: And the weird thing about it is it's, it is the idea, like, he says, I love her. He, I mean, he is trying to figure himself out or whatnot. But it would have been nice to figure it out with her as well because it does seem or like with he's bisexual, but we don't really know. And and with well, that, come out and said that. Yeah, but with that, my hope. But I'm saying just reading it by the end. But you know, it almost feels like well, since I'm bisexual, I can't date Stephanie, which seemed odd. And so you get that, and I wish that it was more. Now we're going to have more. It's going to continue in Batman Urban Legends number 10, it seems. Hopefully, he goes to the Bat family. Hopefully, he goes to stuff and things like that. But my big thing in this is that these chaos monsters, Bernard. BDSM it, Chaos it, Club. It, it, There was nothing there. It's a nothing story that's just set up to the end. Hey, by the way, you want to go on a date? You got to have a yes. better story because – this could be something special. It really could. Whether or like,
0: not I don't know why Bernard Dowd was, was hooked up with this club in the first place that was trying to like lure rich kids in, but I'm like what happened? And then we just beat up some people dressed as chaos demons.
1: At I the mean, end. remember at one point you had Tim Drake going off and saying, like, this one girl was missing, went to her friends, hey, what's going on? I don't know, but they were talking about some chaos monster. Remember, they were on their phones and yeah. stuff. And then that just went to a bunch of people in masks. Then people doing BDSM stuff that didn't quite seem fully in their Tim Drake, and then Tim Drake, then the Chaos Masters or again. Tim Wayne, yeah, and it just nothing. I'm telling you, everything well. about
0: this feels off. Even the idea that we're calling him like Tim Wayne, like because of how things were in like the mid two thousands. Bringing Bernard Dowd back in, who people haven't seen in comic books since two thousand five, just for this one three issue story about him being by him, like you're. You're just throwing things at or it seems like, like you stuff. just Nobody really cares something. About it something like just, so Tim, have yeah, Tim have a friend.
1: Yeah. Does Tim have a friend? OK, Bernard, who, again, if anybody's going to come and I'm not going to complain about the deal, I'm going to wait and see. But Bernard originally, the big thing with Bernard was he was obsessed and thought that Tim's stepmother was hot. Oh, she was. So Yeah. And so that was kind of like the deal. But who knows what's going on now? But we will start. We'll get to that in a minute. We will start with the Red Hood and Batman. Cheer, part six of six, written by Chip Sadarsky, Eddie Barrows, Iber Ferreira, Scott Eaton, Julio Ferreira, Claire Albert, Marcus Toe, Adriana Lucas, and Becky Carey. That's a hell of a a team there. There's a lot of artists. I didn't even realize that, really. Uh, But when we go into this, I don't know. It it just, to me, it felt like it fell flat. You had a lot of setup of things, and then it just has to be, all of a sudden, oh, my God, it's part six. Let's get it done. And there's some good moments and the big thing is that at the end, Jason decides, "Hey, I'm not going to use guns." And I like that Bruce kind of says to him, "Well, that is that. No, 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 Bruce, it's it's That's my not decision. Not for you, not this you." And my I like thing, that, old man. And I love, I love when Leslie comes out and says, "Hey, where's Jason? Oh, he left. Did you hug him? I shook his hand. Oh, oh Bruce, Bruce, you asshole. You piece of shit. That's pretty cool." Like well, that's everything the thing it's the else idea of me. Jason
0: Todd walking away. I'm not going to use guns anymore. Even though I've been using rubber bullets, not going to do it anymore. And this is my decision. I'm I got that reading this bit, which should be like a huge revelation for the character, like getting closer to the Bat family. But he's not. He's the bad boy of freaking Gotham City. But I, I immediately, like, you know, put the book down, got on Google, Task Force Z, DC Comics. And I'm like, oh, now you have electrified crowbars instead. Guns don't kill people, electrified and it's crowbars do.
1: Because the idea of this, he doesn't say that he's not going to kill. He say, it's almost like the idea guns are too easy to kill. He still thinks some people should be dead, yeah. but he also sees, death, the crowbars, Batman. He sees the ramifications. Like like up until this point, he didn't realize that if he kills a guy, the guy might have family or something like that. So he's come to this revelation. But I, I wish at the end, I'm serious, and it would have made me laugh so much, even though it's very hokey, where Bruce is like, listen, You don't have to listen to what everybody says and then he goes, what do you think I am, a zombie? And then walks (laughs) off and like, yep, you are, asshole. I'm the king of zombies. It made me laugh. And that's the thing. When we get to Tim, the second story, you do have a problem with these former Robins and things like that because if you do do? get rid of them, well, everybody, I think, with writing, you do. Jason, Um, he needs to get something new going on. Maybe a zombie is it. but Maybe. he is like, he's the bad boy. Oh my god, oh my god, he's the one with guns Oh, Tim Drake, he's the smart one He sure figured it out that, but you never get More than that a lot of times, especially When you have a rotating cast Dick Writing Grace these characters, right? Yeah, but at least you Damien's end up young You have a Nightwing book, usually And he's you the usually Joey have New Kids on a the block, we, have, you know, we have a Damien Book, so you're able to advance them. Right now, Tim Drake, yeah, he's in Teen Books, Teen Titans and things well, kind like of that. and but stuff
0: like that. Is he really, though, because he shows up, he's... I told you? the biggest thing that Tim Drake has done recently was hang out with Nightwing for a little while, look at homeless
1: kids at a freaking park and that, well, No, I think the biggest is Drake. But even then, you had a, a shitty ago. writer, right? That's what I'm saying. So, with a Jason Todd, it is hard to make a new status quo, especially because there's really... Never a big time, especially now. I mean, we did have the Scott Liddell stuff and all that, but that was still yeah, we just we had Red Hood and the Owl all for like ten guns, years, guns, and and you had that a lot. But at the moment, you go off with this, and he's going to go off to be a zombie, and he's it's no, so, no, no, it, it's, he's going off to lead well, zombies. No, I'm telling you, wait till we get Detective. He's a Dracula. He's there's something going on with him at the end of that backup. I'm telling unless he's just sharpened up his teeth like those assholes like you during the new metal face. Right. Why so would you I do that? Up, I'm I going topic not isn't, isn't that what you end up doing when you're <laughs> a juggalo? Aren't the juggalos clown vampires? Uh But you're going through this and it's OK. Again, it doesn't tie up everything as well as I thought it would. Well, because in the six ju- issues was scattered. Right. the The whole concept of it. In my mind, with the but cheer Jason and Todd
0: that. showing up trying to save Batman from Mr. Freeze and, you know, cheer. You know, he has a Batman costume on it's supposed to be this big wow moment because he comes in. and He's supposed to be prepared for the like the, the small amount of bat, like suits that he can find where he was in like one of those mini caves. But the idea is he has one of those cold repellent batsuits. So when Mr. Freeze shoots him. He has the moment where he can heat up his batsuit, break free, immediately knock out so thing. So right there, that little wow moment. Well, we're we're done with that. There's no more re- like real use for the freaking bat suit. But this whole thing is, you know, Cheers. There, it's like I know what's been going on this whole time. You t- you know killed that kid's dad, and then his mom's been in a coma because of the cheer drops. And I have guys going over there to kill him if you uh, kill her. And if you don't, I'm like, how the shit do you know about that woman in a coma from this one guy who used to sell some freaking cheer drops?
1: And and with that too, the problem is you're just throwing the mother in again, so that you see her, but. It seemingly like, is knows
0: all of his employees so bad. Like he's like uh, sending everybody's family's Christmas cards and shit like that. He knows everybody and everything.
1: And then Mr. Freeze just seems to be there for the wow no moment of the deal. Yeah. No real reason. And you end up like one of the things is you ended up having Tyler, the little kid and his mom. We haven't seen Tyler in a long time. He's nah. just there with Leslie and the mom we haven't seen. But now we see she's seemingly in a coma with a guy ready to pull the plug. The minute that this is over, it's like three weeks later. She's fine. Like, All right. you, can, you don't even talk She's about, like, clean. I got the antidote. But in my mind, too, this ends up almost like that idea of Mr. Freeze that drives you nuts. You mentioned it earlier in this six-issue part where you can defrost people, yeah, but they're dead. I mean, yeah. you, you, when you, you're when freezing you people. you
0: freeze somebody's entire body and they're encased in a block of ice like that, I'm like – Yeah, you're kind of dead for the most part, unless you can, like, get them out right away. But I really still think that you just deep froze their entire body to the point where they will shatter like a sub-zero, like, you know, enemy.
1: Yeah, and so with this, you end up where we don't know what's going on with the mom, so at the end, she's just fine. But then just the caveat, oh, it's going to take her a little bit to get back to real normal. She'll need help just to throw it out there, and it doesn't hit. I thought that we'd have some real feels from this. Even the stuff with Batman and Jason does not... Give me the fields. It, it doesn't. Now, we, we get this deal, and I do like one little bit. I love the idea that Batman is so pissed at cheer because, you know, he ends up, he says, I know what my fears are, so I don't care when Scarecrow doubts. You know, I'm sure he but does you care. You made but me feel happy. You made me, yeah, you made me see what you? I don't have. And it's weird, too, because eventually you do go and see what he thought of I don't like when he that. went in. Well, you know what I don't like? Where's his parents in this? I mean, the idea that he would have thought He's maybe... realistic in his mind. Know, well, he is, but it just... <laughs> kind of of, it's you, because you just it's a Red so- Hood
0: story. Exactly. It is a Red Hood story. But I like the idea. It's like, who well, where was his parents? You look over, there's zombie parents. We love you, son. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, mom god. the
1: idea of never being Batman. Yeah. And never... But that's the thing. You almost could play this thing where, yeah, Batman realized, you know, or in his cheer, you know, delusions. Okay. Mom and dad, they're there. Here I am. And in a side, there's poor Jason who had nobody to take him then. And then realized that actually what Cheer ended up doing was showing him what he thought was the greatest thing ever to cheer him up. And it actually, you know, validifies the whole deal of what they have been doing and ends up making him like, okay, Jason, I'm glad that you're with me. I think that that would have been better. Just this idea. You basically just see exactly what Jason saw as well.
0: Well, no, no. What you you see is that, you you know, Jason Todd has killed the Joker and said, here, Bruce,
1: I did it for us. And they hug. Well, no, he brings the Joker. Bruce kills him. Bruce strangles him to death. He's still alive. He even says, shut up. And it's... And then Jason says it took so long. Batman is, is watching himself kill the Joker for Jason. You're right. He that's, did it for Jason, th- not the most other way that around. That seems to be that's so like, dark. why is that his cheerful moment? His cheerful moment would be, in my mind, of the line. Jason like, coming out of that censorship like and say, I laughs. forgive He's you. He's always smiling. Well, he is. I, I think that it would have been like the idea hey, I brought the Joker to you, Batman, and Batman saying to Jason, Hey, uh we're we're just going to do what we have to do. And then Jason's saying, you know what? I accept that. I love you. And that you end up having them together without the death of the Joker, which would have been nice. But it's him, you know, choking out the Joker. And then he comes out of it. But when he comes out of it, he ends up enraged because Jason doesn't. It's nice that Jason keeps the antidote for Batman. And the yeah. way he can use it, too, is, I mean, how much force can it be that the whole Bat family shows up then? There was no real ending. I know that Oracle's out there doing the stuff and, and, you know, getting them together. But if that's what it was going to be, why didn't she tell him that they were going to do that? They could just wait. And then he goes in, takes the full dose, and he's fighting through it, which is cool. You see that Jason's pretty tough. But then the Calvary comes in, and it allows him to go over and give pretty much like a Narcan shot to Batman. And Batman comes too, but... Explains that the cheer and the antidote, which wasn't fully tested, ends up making him really angry for a yeah, minute. Yeah, they say that. I don't know how much yeah. I believe that. Again, though, this is again, it, it seems forced to just get these moments. And he's going to kill cheer. I like that he throws cheer aside. Nobody's really paying attention. I want him to whoop, 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 just walk out. Uh, and even in that, it looks like Tim Drake finally shows up. He was at the hospital, and three minutes later, he's there. He's checking things out because he took out that guy. Who was at he the hospital? Was going to kill the mom. Look at him come in. And uh, the thing
0: is, you say we're going to come in. I'm too busy staring this entire time for Jason Todd, and which is funny because they have very similar art styles. One like you know, it's the same art style for like you know the dream cheer like state that we have him. But Jason Todd's I'm just looking at the Bat Family, like what he considers the Bat Family being all together. We have Dick Grayson, Cassie Kane, you know Damian Wayne, Kate Kane, Barbara Gordon. Tim and Steph right there. And I'm thinking to myself, like, everybody looks really young in this. And for whatever reason, it looks like Kate Kane is staring at Barbara's ass. <laughs> it does look
1: like it. She's like, oh, what's going on there? Yeah, but even that, Cheer. you know, he, he ends up. <laughs> so happy. Like, we lived. We have a family. All right. And Again, that's nice. And right here, to seeing, like, Tim and Steph together again,
0: I'm like, what's going on?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see you later. later. Uh, you know, he's bisexual. So you end up where, at the end... Everything's a it's to up. break people's hearts. Again, you end up, though, where you have Jason run off to, hey, Tyler's here. We set him up with money, all this, uh, the foundation. Hey, I'm going to give you this hoodie. Don't tell anybody I'm Red Hood. All right, let me go talk to Bruce. And then the Bruce thing is just like, hey, we're, we didn't get the cheer all the way out. We kind of got it off the streets, but they're still after, like, nothing's really resolved here.
0: And then this whole thing, too. We stopped stopped the mass production of cheer and stuff like that, but people are going to be going through terrible withdrawal because they're used to being happy and this terrible, terrible Gotham. I just want to know how long do you think this uh, Tyler's mother has for this apartment? She talks about, like, I'm going to get back on my feet. I'm going to pay you back. like, she just has this really great house
1: now. Yeah, she ain't paying nobody back. So if I do drugs
0: and somebody kills my significant other, I'm like, somebody will give me a house.
1: I always mention The Simpsons, but it's like The Simpsons when the Germans take the plant and like, any of you alcoholics? Yes, me. Okay, we're sending you to Hawaii. He's like, lucky drunks. (laughs) We're so upset. Now, Jason says like, hey, listen, that's it. No more guns. I know I've been using rubber bullets, but no more guns. And then like you said, electrified crowbars. But then he says, like, all he's doing is changing the well, weapon the thing is, is, right? is
0: he, is he trying like the thing is this is supposed to be a, like a personal triumph for jason todd though. but it's like he's really trying to skirt the issue and just like you know not allowing bruce the idea i just speak up say you know you killed somebody yeah, over that's there
1: that's the thing like where about is this body where's dropped? bruce saying that's fine now but you killed a man you are a murderer a it's not even mentioned right it's not even mentioned and this is where like Get, get out the, of here killer get mr worth and the jury in here he'd be like i don't allow that where he's like listen jury um i'm not gonna do that anymore all right you're you're okay uh, he killed a guy he ended up killing a guy and now he's just like i know i was using rubber bullets no 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 you kind of use it's real so ones when you too, pick that because other gun
0: out him talking like this is almost like a probation like a hearing kind of like a like a, a pardon hearing kind of thing where it's all like the whole idea is like have you changed you think you're the same person you was like I still believe people deserve killing sometimes but <laughs> like right, I'm using he's guns staying. no more.
1: He ain't getting out. Paroled. <laughs> I, I could just imagine his lawyer's like that's not what we discussed. He's like, listen, I'm not going to use the rubber bullets anymore. I, I'm going to use other things. And it just... Again, some people deserve to be get killed. I don't mind, but yeah, he just says some people deserve to die. I'm like, so nothing really changed. Nothing no, really nothing changed at all. He was using we're just rubber we're bullets. Go heavy
0: on the crowbar, which I hate because that's all anybody can associate with Jason Todd.
1: I like. He's like, listen, no more rubber bullets. Okay, well, what do you? I'm going to use katanas now. I'm going to use a big broad sword. He's That'd be awesome. He's <laughs> like, no handguns. It'd be funny if he's very specific to the he's brand. Using now. Yeah, he's like, I'm sort of shotgun. Uh, but yeah, he says, I still think people should die with a smile on his face. You
3: and then says, I, I do.
1: But again, I do like the idea. Hey, Jason, I'm glad it's the right. No, no, no. I don't want to hear it. Bruce, this is my decision. I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for me. I realize that there's repercussions. You know, you kill people. You, there's things that happen, right? Fair He's enough. like, all oh, right. Not if you, you I, I love Batman. It's just like, and, and Bruce, like, you know, the last time I thought this happened, I almost killed you. But here, give it to me, buddy. And they shake. And he goes off on his motorbike, Eric. He's off on his Babe motorbike, boy. probably heading to like New Orleans, right? He's he's heading to Louisiana,
0: well, Louisiana, because you know we have to do a Task Force. He's East heading to some, point. some
1: some sort of I crazy
0: know. deal. That's the thing is, I imagine he's, still he's in just at the point. exactly he's just, when exactly. We he's just next, going but, to Deb Donovan's house.
1: Yeah, he's like, all right, I, I do you have a pen and paper? I got to write a quick note to Deb Donovan. He's like Deb Donovan, uh, yeah, and then you just get this idea of, hey, what did you see? When the gas, what did it show you? Happiness. And then you see him choking out <laughs> the joker killing him. I'm like, all right, that's pretty dark. And then you There's end up getting the deal where there. after all this went down, he also broke into jason's apartment Actually, and ended up the leaving is, him a i note love the, with the idea costume. that this
0: whole thing is they have this whole goodbye to each other where they shake hands want to hug but they don't go that far but then yeah. later on they like, should have hugged. well i'm gonna break into his house and leave a little gift <laughs> I behind i love of that Batman. he breaks
1: in i love that he breaks in the house and leaves it there there's and like then, no
0: personal space in the bath family no no
1: and, and even that it's like only if you want it B, <laughs> like b and then and the, that's the best part have, is
0: we have dinner and, and that's the, nice that's good if they have a bad family dinner jason bruce whatever it is i just imagine it's gonna be like the 89 batman movie with that long table in between them then i haven't any conversation but the greatest thing about the story overall is that bruce left him a more classic new 52 costume i say classic but new 52 costume of the red hood which is my favorite costume for the character none of this bullshit like freaking ninja mask and i think freaking that's gonna be over. like
1: setting things up this is the way the it should Force be C closer C to this and stuff so we have that but you know I was a little disappointed. I thought with what was going on and and people really, you know, going over the top saying that Chip Zdarsky is the only one who could ever write Bruce and Red Hood and all these things going on. And they were people were saying that because of of this story, they want him to write Batman. I thought it ended with a a complete thud. that it was not well paced. Well, we ended up cheer at one point. Then we ended up changing things. Everything was a bit of a mess in the six issues. But overall, it was okay. But yeah, cheer. Who knows what happened Like with I was him. talking about Here's the last issue there. about
0: how it's like a little oversaturated in Gotham. The idea of the Joker toxin, Scarecrow's fear toxin, now Cheers cheer toxin. I'm like, it's a little bit overplayed, but I do but like the idea of the character.
1: Yeah, but now he's gone there. But then he can make some come. more. Maybe that's all he has, though. That's the problem. He's just like got to go and steal my wife's there, formula again. Yeah, yeah. So we didn't get back all to all her right. either. That no, again, that's what I'm saying. Everything just kind of ended and and ended to end, and it seemed like a fun. But the next one we get is Zealot and Blood for Blood Eric. by Matthew nothing. Rosenberg, Pencil by Chris Sprouse, uh, Carl Story, Pete Pantazis, and Josh Reed. And uh, yeah, you get a Zealot story. Not
0: even that. You have Zealot uh, yeah. dressed up as Wonder Woman, killing people, hunting town, but just the Lord. It kind, seemed it is like maybe, but I'm it, like, it why? seemed
1: clever though, because Wonder Woman didn't make it back after that. Now, they say months ago, that's not enough. When you end up Wonder Woman, like, oh my God, this seems weird to have Wonder Woman. Then you realize it's Zealot dressed up, seemingly well, well, that even when. That, months the, ago.
0: Like, Maxwell Ward, like, what was he doing in this compared to what he was doing in Wonder Woman before? I was thinking the new that that's Infinite where Frontier. this is
1: supposed to be, just after the even Mariko idea Tamaki is, like, stuff. Mr. Ward, she's
0: here. Like, it seems like he still has
1: Ward Industries in this. I know, whole thing. Like, but it, but it doesn't close? make sense, right? She's
0: inside. She came in from the roof. How does she keep finding me? Bring But wouldn't it be a candle. cool
1: deal? That, and that's the thing, like, oh, she made it to find you because she's dressed as Wonder Woman. Well, as the if is, security cameras the, don't go off. Well, that's the you, thing. That's, is, that's, is that, that, that would
0: be- she dressed like Wonder Woman? Mm. Yes, we think that's how she got through the outer checkpoints. I'm like, hmm? But I, I don't understand why being dressed as Wonder Woman will allow you to get through the, the outer checkpoints of Lord Industries.
1: If I'm Maxwell Lord, right, and I have Lord... Just say this, say, forget that Wonder Woman actually shows up in a little bit. The idea that Zealot may not know And even Halo, they're not sure what not that anybody knows if Wonder Woman came back or not. It would be a really cool play that Maxwell Lord somehow is one of the only ones of villains that knows that Wonder Woman isn't around. That would have been a cool play. But the idea if I'm Maxwell Lord and I set up a, you know, I have my industries back and I'm like, okay, I'm setting up the perimeter. There's the first rule is if Wonder Woman gets anywhere near here, you stop her. The idea that the security didn't work well. Now we see that she's, you know, killing people and has a sword. So there's where you're like yeah, this isn't Wonder Woman. So that's a cool play. But I thought that it was really clever to like, oh my God, what's Wonder Woman doing? She can't be here. And We're then we see it, people. zealot and then she ends up showing up anyway. And I'm like, oh, and like what are you doing here? I don't understand the timeline. I don't well, understand. And this that, is such a story But that's the thing
0: is you have zealot dressed up as Wonder Woman. Once you think like Wonder Woman's here doing stuff, which feels weird because where we are in the DC universe right now, it was months ago, but, Zilla dressed Wonder Woman served no purpose. She then go tracks down six, to, like you know, six days later to find Maxwell Lord on a freaking paradise island, kind not the paradise island, but like a Caribbean island, or like was it uh Montenegro? And this whole thing is she just shows up. Wonder Woman's like, you can't kill him. We're going to fight. And then there's this deep-seated history between Zealot and Wonder Woman, which we know nothing about. But they just kind of hint at certain things here and there and just go off. You know, Wonder Woman's going to go for Maxwell Lord. And all it does seem is that she was doing all of this so she could cut Wonder Woman and take some of her blood. And I cut her with, her face. you know, you're
1: going to have to explain that even. But even so, you end up where I love it, where Maxwell Lord just gets in his boat and waves. He is 10 feet away. Wonder Woman flies. I mean, there's no, I love, he's like, sayonara, sucker. And then, t- you blew it, Wonder Woman. She just flies off. And then, up. Oh, I did it. And me and you both laugh because she has the blood on the sword, right? So she ends up grabbing some of the blood and then puts it as her normal face paint type deal. Yeah. Then takes some in a vial and then says, hey, tell Marlo, That's I'm you coming back. I got what we needed. And to go, and you're like, oh, they're supposed to get Wonder Woman's blood, and who knows what they'll do with that cloning? I don't. Well, know. that's the
0: thing is that could be something going on with Halo later on, where because Wonder Woman is gone, and you can clone her and have somebody like you know, the clone take her place and stuff like that.
1: That and can a be really cool. And a lot of times, they even try to use that to get like some invulnerability. like All the well, nonsense, even if you go but,
0: back to what Shea Fontana was doing with Mayfly and trying to get Wonder Woman's blood to cure her of her like, anemia.
1: Yep, and it may be some maybe something the last as simple of as saw as the that. Truth and took that yes. blood out. Remember, it did. It so the truth in her. It was, uh, but with this whole thing, it, it's intriguing enough. But it's just thrown at you. You just ended the Grifter it's story, and me. I think that all this is. I'm saying about what would they do with Wonder Woman's blood? But with the whole Halo and Wildcat stuff, it, it's not enough. I mean, we just got done Grifter, and then you just throw this out there as if you just have to keep, you know, the idea of Halo and Wildcats on We've everybody's mind. But Rosenberg nobody really cares. Yeah, well he ends up, you know, doing this. He ends up doing something in a little bit that we'll talk about a little later in the section as well. That I think you like though, Eric. But sure. yeah, with that though, you're like, The end? I'm like it it almost is like me saying like the end? Like, who knows? I don't really care that much. It looks good. But then we get to the Tim Drake story, and this, you know, is the big one. This is what everybody's talking about: Tim Drake and some of our parts, part three. That's and three. the thing is
0: everybody's talking about it, but I think there's like talking about the, the headlines about Tim Drake comes out as spy, but they're not reading the story. They don't know anything about it, and even if they do, there's so much misplaced stuff in here with like Bernard Dad, like oh man, there's this new kid in there that Tim's dating. I'm like he's an old kid. You don't know anything about it. Because I was he's never telling some people up.
1: right, and it's written by Megan Fitzmartin with art by Balan Ortega. Alejandro Sanchez and Pat Rousseau. And you have this deal where, you know, Bernardi's about to be sacrificed. I love the idea. It's like, hey, looks like these chaos monster people with their things that we never really set up or know anything about. They're going to sacrifice some teens. What is this, the 60s? I'm like, I I don't know what 60s you were in, but really, if you're going to play a a decade, go 70s because that was more of that. Craziness of you know the demon slaying and demon slaying the idea of you know, you know we used to Satanists. slay all them demons the in the Satanists 70s. and stuff sixties you know that's a little love hey and, we had satanic panic stuff. in the eighties as well yeah but it was really bad in the seventies sure so With I mean the idea of D and D sixties just it threw me off it, it really did I'm like okay, well, you had the and murders that yeah yeah but that was even the end of the sixties and that was what led to most of the stuff in the seventies where people got, because you didn't end up having The trials and things into the 70s You know, I'm thinking more Beatles, Woodstock Right, not 99, here, 69 You end up though with all this where Out of nowhere in this Story, because we didn't set Like BDSM, chaos Monsters, masks, teens Doing wacky stuff, just to get To this point where you end up having Tim out of nowhere seemingly have an identity crisis. I don't know what I should be. Should I do what Batman would do? Oh, my God, I don't know. And I, I, I love Steph, and I'm going to end up pushing her aside and things like that. And you needed more room for this. But you, oh, you had room, though. You had three issues to set things up. And most people who are talking about this, I think you're right. First up, th- didn't even read the story. But if they did, they read this issue and just got to the end because these three issues, it's three issues of nonsense. It really did nothing. We have not liked anything from the first two. Granted, if you're going to tell people that this reveal at the end is out of nowhere, it seemingly isn't. Because remember, when we first talked about the first issue of this story, people had already said this is going to make Tim gay at that point but bisexual and we said so we don't see it i don't I just see never what saw they're it. talking he was hanging
0: out with an old friend and have a dinner i've done that plenty of times but the whole idea though where people have been shipping tim drake and connor kent for freaking you know 25 years at this point it's around that time but the idea where people have been wanting him to be gay or bi this whole time now that it happens like see i told you i'm like no i never really saw any of that going forward and this, like you guys say it, like i could say that about a million things but if you're gonna set this up to have this new character Elmer, tim drake my favorite robin you need to do it in a way where everything – in this infinite frontier where everything matters. Go back to Legacy Things with the miniseries that we had of Tim Drake during his Robin run where you had the Robin miniseries and then Robin 2, The Joker's Wild, and then Robin 3, Cry of the Huntress, make this Robin 4, and then add whatever sub yeah, to make it mean with it. something that you can like collect on its own outside of a, a throwaway three-issue like like story in an anthology Batman book. I'm like, and, it seems so out of why- place here. That's why I want to keep
1: saying about the idea because, legitimately, if somebody's going to complain, if, if somebody's going to argue, if I say, I never saw anything with Tim Drake before this ever lead to this. People can argue with me and say a lot of times you don't see that. That's something that somebody has and says, and that's true. And
0: you could even go back to the idea, idea of his identity crisis that he's had for like the last five or so years, or even 10 at this point, where he doesn't know who he is, and he keeps trying all these different things to see what feels right, but it turns out it wasn't the thing that he was focused on. His sexuality was what didn't feel right, and he put that out there, and you could make all of this work, but you know what? It'd be but even more in, in the story. story. That's the thing,
4: though. If you would have thing, brought all the
0: other stuff about his identity crisis into the story to add into this whole thing for the reveal, it would make sense. Here, it's just a big, like, nothing burger. And I don't know why it's presented this
1: way. The way that they had it, you know, people are yelling, oh my God, what a, this is bullshit because he dated Stephanie all this time, but that doesn't matter. He, he's seemingly bisexual. Yeah. So that doesn't matter what step. that's still there. I just
0: would have liked to seen you know, them together and break up and seen the dramatic. And so they just broke up. Like, yep, I done broke up. Yeah. With my girlfriend. We, hey, we she, actually
1: so- had the breakup off panel. You didn't yeah. even have them really saying it. And then it was kind of brought in again. The idea though here, this chaos monster deal. It's, it's nothing. It's nothing. The no, actual nothing 3 issue story is nothing. It is awful. It's it's a bad story. Just the idea where we're introduced to this detective that he kind of gets buddy buddy with, that's out of nowhere. It happens way too quick just to at the end of this him basically giving Tim, that push, that final push of like, I think that you're what you are. It's not, like I can tell you're trying to be something. All these things are just thrown at you just to get everything is to get to this reveal. You, you could have had this. You
0: met last issue for the
1: first yeah, time. We barely. All we knew is this guy ends up being new in Gotham, and he doesn't put all of his work in the computer and had a bunch of papers laying in his. And car- I think you just want no to come talk to him. Yeah, there's no connection. And so when you get to the end of this, it is the reveal is what it is. You can hate it or love it. You could say that this could elevate the character. You can say it pushes them back. I have to wait and see. I don't know. We'll see what they do with it. And if it does end up, you know, being something better for Tim and, and, you know, rounds out his character, but in the story, It's nothing. If you're going to present it this way, I'm going to do a little script
0: doctor here where you would have a six-issue mini, and I know it doesn't really tie into what's going on currently with Batman, but make it a Scarecrow story, and a fear toxin idea. The fear of who Tim doesn't know who he is, but when he finally figures out he's no longer a bit too afraid of the Scarecrow, it would able to overcome because he knows who he is and isn't af- afraid of it anymore.
1: And remember, you, you had some lead up in. You get the James Tiny Detective comics. He ends up seemingly dead. Everybody thinks he's dead. He goes off. He's in a prison and some other world, dimension, whatever, comes back. Never and dealt with after that. that seemed a little like off at first, but then seemed to use that to finally decide. I want to decide what I am. I don't want to listen to everybody else because he was going off to college. And Batman was watching him, and he was supposed to Young go right. Justice time. He took left, and he didn't go to college. Off, and then Bendis went with the Young Justice, and that Ivy nonsense, University which was is still nothing. waiting. But yeah, he ended up like right there. Shows that he's. Trying to figure out stuff and trying to figure out what he wants to be, so it works okay. Was well, even funny too way, with the idea but,
0: that Bernard. I mean, there's such weird dialogue in this one. Bernard and him are fighting back to back, and Bernard's been training so you know he can hold his own next to Robin, which felt weird. But like, why couldn't he have I,
1: fought him, them off when they came
0: and yeah, got him? That's because he, he didn't you're, do you're, anything needed The sidekick, like Robin, oh, would be around but the whole idea, and you
1: needed him to get captured. The, you he need the whole idea here. One guy like, captured?
0: You're acting so, like too much like Batman, and not enough like Robin. One well, thing is the progression that we had before, in the era that you would have known Tim Drake and robin from when you go around like he was leaning towards being batman that's what he wanted even becoming red robin where he was more of a batman like character he was super serious which really threw the
1: rest of the bat family off yeah and just just think he ends up he saves bernard who's there tied up suddenly then bernard can fight just so he can be back to back with them and fight and say hey you look like you're trying to be batman man even he can figure it out and then says oh by the way If you know Tim Drake, tell him that I wish we had that date. I said to you, it's like, you giving shout-outs here or something? Like, you want to shout-out to Snoopy Duke on Oak Happening while we're at it? I mean, what are you doing here? You're just yelling because everything is forced into that deal. Everything feels – and that's the thing. At the end, if you want to say, ooh, that was forced, in the story it was. I mean, it's so forced the way the story progressed to get because we don't know anything anything about this cult nothing about it all it was was for somebody i mean at one point remember tim was like oh man bernard what have you been into what are you getting yourself and and yet now it's just like oh bernard and and the minute that he's he's about to be sacrificed now he's you know robin jr here and he could beat everyone up which he did why didn't he fight back in that restaurant why is that an audience. nonsense i guess uh, Because even then, you could say, "Ooh, remember that was that big guy, that big cast monster that seemed supernatural and stuff." But now it's but just it masks. Just their of masks. It seems like there's at least seven guys as big as the guy who actually took him down in that restaurant and, and you know kidnapped him. But now he's able to fight them all. It makes no sense. This has all been a forced way to get to the reveal at the end. And and again, depending on whether or not you like the reveal or not, don't forget that this story was a bunch of nothingness to get to that. So hopefully where it says we'll continue this in Batman Urban Legends again, not even continuing in a a mini series. you're continuing it in a anthology Batman book that by then, I swear to God, nobody's going to be buying. Maybe they'll buy it for this, but this book is going to fall off the face of the earth next issue. And so we'll end up where – and even now it feels like with the Zealot story and then this Task Force Z stuff that we're going to talk about next – or uh, but actually Deathstroke Inc., I'm sorry. It feels like they're already struggling to figure out what to put in this book. So he ends up, hey, also it looks like he's de-aged. He looks like he's 12 at the end. Look, we That's they've hard.
0: been DH'd for so much at this point in time where they are – like I think he is 16. and He's going to be
1: perpetually 16 for the next 20 years. Well, and if he's 16 again – to go with the whole idea of the reveal, I can I can see that being a kid who doesn't know, you know, his sexuality and things like that. Yeah. This is not like I know that a lot of people yelled Alan Scott, this guy is an old man. Now all of a sudden you find out that seemed to be more of omniverse, multiverse deals, and maybe even dealing with Earth too. But at this point, I can't tell you that a 16, 17-year-old kid who decides that he might be, you know, bisexual, that he kind of knew all along, but now he's gonna that, there's nothing wrong with that. That that happens. This is not, you know, out the, the deal. The problem is we've seen this kid be 16 for 30 years. So people think the idea of, oh, my God, I read all these things and whatever. I think he was twelve when he started. Okay. Well, again, I would hope that you know he's not as sexual as I was at twelve at that point. But you know, know it's been thirty years. I think he's aged like forty years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The idea that we're sitting there and you're saying, uh, you know, a lot of people. I read all these things thirty years, thirty years. He's not forty seven now.
0: And even if he was, a lot of people come out at that point in time because they don't know what they're supposed to do. Like the idea of like growing up in America for the even a time frame where you are an older person for how things used to be. It's like. You know what you're supposed to be in this whole thing, like, you know, you get married, you have kids, do like, you know, have the whole like two point five kids married with a house and stuff like that. You know what's expected of you, and then when you realize, well maybe I shouldn't be doing it, you're like fifty years old at this point, and then you realize, Oh my god, I've not been true to myself this whole time. It happens all the time. It does. Especially somebody who's like around from the nineteen forties.
1: And I was gonna say at the beginning of this, uh seriously, the idea, you know, I I don't know a lot of terms and things. A lot of things change. I'm an old man, Eric. Is what I'm saying, and and sometimes I worry that I'm, I don't ever <laughs> want to offend anybody. Is what I'm saying. I'm an old guy, but I, I this sort of he thing does lie. not upset me, and I hope that people get that from this. I'm more upset about the story, and if I said anything that seems like oh listen to that jerk or whatever, but I mean I, I'm I have five kids. I'm i ha- I'm about. I'd say about 95% heterosexual, Eric, you know, so with all that, though, yeah, uh, but with that, you never know, and and the thing is with this, it, it one person said something, it's very, like, easy, you know, to think of, and whatever, I'm not going to say that this will blow your mind or anything, but if you love Tim Drake all this time, and the idea that he's bisexual now, you hate him, there's something wrong there. There's something wrong there.
0: He's like, been my favorite Robin my entire life, and he still is my favorite Robin. I want to I see what they're going to do with him. And the thing is, I'm more than anything at this point in time, I'm really hoping that this national attention will actually Gives you a book, right? Well, not only that, but the thing is, Todd McFarlane has the DC Multiverse action <laughs> figure line. Figures. And I have a Nightwing, I have a Red Hood, and I have a Damien figure. There's no Tim Drake
1: figure, so I'm hoping this gets one made now. Maybe. It's my favorite Robin. I don't have him here. And so, yeah, with, with it all said and done, I mean, here's the thing, too. If you don't like this, you don't have to. I mean, it's up to everybody how they're going to feel. I'm not going to say that everybody has to like it or whatnot. And then maybe you don't buy Batman Urban Legends just number it was 10. it in a better way. I just wanted a better story. And yeah. when you say in a better way, it seems like you want it. I just want to make the story itself sucked and you just did it for the reveal. Do it in something where it felt special something that was important so years later where people were like oh my god you got to read this and it would have been so much better in, in a miniseries like you said a continuation robin of robin floor. yeah yeah and then you could say like oh man that was something special i imagine it's still no, I say for that. people is special but the story was not it, i think that just- was
0: still confused people because i remember when i was coming out when i was a kid and i didn't know what the robin like two or three was like is this one about jason todd says two on it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really?
1: Is it offensive? I say they could have had it. Bye, bye, birdie. Is, yes, is that yes, it offensive? Is.
0: Yes. I don't
1: know. I'm an old man. <laughs> I'm just going to rely on that. But yeah, make it special. And some people We're will say now. some people will say that the ending was special. But uh, you know, for everybody else, make the story good. I mean, I don't really. It, we we've read a couple things now with Megan Fitzmartin, which I do want to say it seems to be a gem. Uh, there are people that are legitimately. Flipping out on her on Twitter, and she is really? very people respectful. out on Twitter she, about yeah, something they shouldn't she's be? very respectful. Get to out of them, town. Which Eric, get this: when you're respectful, the people who are throwing hate at you, it makes them angrier. Oh yeah, it seems. But she's been angry so many times. She seems nice to you. be doing. Yeah, she seems to be doing well. You know, my idea of nice is what. But she seems to be doing this, you know, for something that she wants it to be special. She just has to write a better story, and this combined with the Robin Eternal that we had in Future State, which was okay. But wasn't a great story at the end either. I need to see something better from her, especially if we're going to come back to push this deal and to, you know, see if it works out. I'm going to see what this means because a lot of people even say it. I don't read Batman normally and think of, you know, who he wants to nail or anything like that anyway. So the sexuality of the part, that's a nice thing. Yeah, that's now. But you, you end up where I still need a story. You can't just rely on that. You can't use that as the thing that you're only going to do. So we'll see when we get back to it. But overall, again, I think this three parter was a down story, but I'm still going to leave the door open at the end to see how this works with the character. And if it does, give him, it's given him more focus, which you like too. But sure the last do. story. I like here the art in this too. Yeah, yeah, I do too. The last story is Black Canary. In Solo, written by Joshua Williamson, with art by Trevor Harrison, uh Rain Barreto, and Steve Wands. And it is basically setting up the Deathstroke Incorporated book with Black Canary going off. Which I'm it, calling it, Defiance 2. Yeah, it's it's a weird kind of uh setup with what's going on and, and the current deal. Because they do seem to go through where you have Oracle started out. I've heard about this thing. And, and this is something, again, it's going back to Green Team stuff. We We get this a lot. Where some of the tech, Batman tech, has gone out. Some after the up, Joker War, it.
0: all the tech that was stolen out of the hibernaculum and different armories that Bruce, like you know, the Batcave and stuff like that, all sold on the black market to an organization called Trust that's led by Juliet Ballantyne. Who's this? this?
1: We got to figure that out, Black Canary. And what I like about it is this could have been easily the all right, we're going to get a team, we got to track these down. You're going to end up getting a sketch, and they kind of twist it, Joshua Williamson twisted. No, we know who it is. You just have to go in. We got to figure out what they're up. You got to go undercover
0: doing. to London and try to get hired by Julia as her personal bodyguard to get close close enough to figure out how to shut this down
1: and i thought it was cool where but black canary is so out in the open as a member of the justice league right now the book even starts on the justice league
0: interest or something along those lines black canary is like you know so entrenched right now with not only the like you know being a superhero birds of prey and now the justice league on top of it currently i'm like as well as the past i'm like everybody knows who you are. This is not a good way to be using you as this
1: character. And the funny thing is when you go into this, it gets, it makes me think it's like Joshua Williamson sitting there and he's, because he's going to do the death stroking book. And he's like, yeah, that checkmate stuff. I'm going to do it. seems like it's just everything is against each other and whatnot. And even the idea that Black Canary recently in the last issue of Just League said she cannot stand death stroke She hates him so much. But you know now what? She she's hates on a fake team. death stroke more. Yeah, yeah. And so even the idea, she's why would, there, do we but, have a
0: fake death stroke because he's told he couldn't have a death stroke in that Just League book? I, I don't because know he's over because he's Maybe.
1: Maybe. maybe but even. Did, you know, when we
0: had to have a fake death stroke that did ultimately nothing.
1: And then you have Talia in the checkmate book, but she's also supposedly not really now it seems in the you know the whole totality and the justice and all the now she's in checkmate then she's in this at the end and everything's getting all you,
0: With all the stuff that we're doing because of Infinite Frontier and the multiverse stuff and, like, people being in charge of making sure, like, you know, Director Bones and stuff like that, even in Infinite Frontier, like, we gotta make sure that we're involved in this. We know that we have the totality out there made up of villains and superheroes, which is probably a bad idea, but it's there. Like, Talia O'Goole was over in Checkmate. She's in that book doing totality shit, and she's over here about to do a shadow war. I'm like, I, I think you're overbooked, baby.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, the idea, like, if it's gonna tie in, but checkmate. I think will be pretty much close Forgotten to Caboilera. over. Oh yeah, it already is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really, I mean that was wishes good do come true. It, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it'll be over by around. But so it's yeah, Tal- over. <laughs> Tal- Talia's doing a lot of stuff. That was one shot, right? But you yeah. end up in a, it's a, it's a cool setup here, and it is the idea if you're going to go with man, why are like the the person who's the dummy in this seems to be Barbara who thinks that you can have. You know, did Dinah just go in and like, "Oh, yeah, you know, I just saw her on t v with the chest League, but she's fine, she'll be in, but everybody else is playing games back and forth and trying to you know skew things and do stuff, but it's Barbara who thinks that this is the right thing to do is where I think the dummy is, but once you get into it and you end up having Dinah go off to this Valentine deal and having this set up, I thought it was pretty cool, you know, you have these guys attack this party. But it's also set up through Talia to do that, to prove that Dinah will fight these guys. Uh, the only thing, I don't understand how she ended up on top of that light fixture above her her car at one point. Seemed odd. Did you see that? No. When you end up where they're fighting these guys and she ends up saying, hey, I said to somebody that I wouldn't get loud. And she uses the Canary Cry. Knocks the guy out, but then seemingly jumps out of the window onto this light fixture. I'm like, that's weird. Oh, that, that's yeah, a weird yeah. then deal. Jump down off the yeah, and then I we like, down. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's a weird I deal. I double take on that there, one too. Right? Yeah. And then it was weird too because they were up so far up. They end up canary cried. Boom, a big explosion. She jumps out, then jumps down, says, Oh my God, this guy who I just pretty much killed is, you know, wrecked my car. And then the limo pulls up with the lady. And I'm like, He could have just had them talk in that room above where they were at first. But. You know this whole deal. Such a weird um,
0: idea though because you know at that point Black Canary stops this assassination from these troops that break into this party try to kill Juliet Ballantyne so that almost comes off like a trial kind of thing because I think even Black Canary believes that like you know Barbara did you set this shit up to make me look good here but no no this whole this is legit you got to save her to do what you got to do. But the thing so is like,
1: she set it up. That That's well, the that's crazy the thing twist. Is she yeah. set it
0: up because it seemed like Talia set it up. But no the whole Talia thing,
1: said that she paid her to set it up. She said it,
0: it seemed like she Talia had paid to set this up to make sure that Black Canary got put no, this situation. is the deal.
1: This lady says to Talia, "Valentine wanted us to send our assassins to yeah. kill her. Why did she know Black Canary would save her? So yeah, Valentine paid Talia to send the assassins. So idea that idea because it's all this twist and turn
0: getting ready for a shadow war. And everything that Valentine's talking about, how they're this organization, like how she puts it here. Considering the company you keep, I'm sure you're privy to events in the world. The world is ending. The world ended. The multiverse is dangerous. Etc. Cetera, Etc." Cetera. There are people out there who want to take advantage. My hope is to take the evilest force in the world and make it us, like work for us, you know, money and stuff like that. So the idea that they are a secret organization that have been trying to do good. And now that they have all this money, they were able to buy all this Batman equipment. They're going to be taking it to the streets now. Wide out there in the open with this trust organization to be a force for good in the world, but it really does seem for how they're talking about because you, your your idea of good in mind could be completely different. How we say what's well, best for everybody, it really almost does seem like a, a offshoot of the League of Assassins, and it could be the League of Shadows here with Talia going saying the Shadow War is coming.
1: Yeah, and I think that you know the way that it seems like Valentine is in connection with Talia, they must be on the same team to go up, but then it seems weird. I just like the idea of these teams. You know, with this, we're trust and it like it, it doesn't. I hate when I read these things. I'm like, that's not even that good trust. And and so with all that going down, though, oh, it's a hater. It's interesting enough, I guess. You know, it, it's the interesting. Set but it's up, the
0: whole thing is we're, we have this black Canary teaming up with Deathstroke, and I just want to know when they get introduced to be teammates going forward. Why Deathstroke already has a bloody sword that he's cleaning up in this armory place in front of the 66 Batmobile? I'm
1: saying he's making, he he made a little jelly sandwich. That's what he did. Somebody said, I think we're in a jam, and then he killed him. That's what happened. And I just wanted
0: to, because we have this weird connection that, you know, this trust organization when it was, you know, undercover before, before it was out in the scene, that Dinah's, you know, uh, parents actually worked for them in the past and did different things, different operations. So, like, that really seems to seal a deal right there, like, I will work with you. And then she sees Deathstroke, shit, I already agreed to work with you.
1: Yeah. I, I think the the weird thing is because when she's talking about, oh, we've always been, I'm like, Vandal Savage has to be involved with this at some point too back in the day or something. He's always involved with shit like this. But again, I think he's part of the totality as well. But I'm saying trust sure is, tra- is transparent researchers united for strategy and technology. I'm like, really? Like, that, that's not that crazy. That, that sounds stupid. Uh, but uh, it, it looked good. And it so, when you, get, get, to, when you get to Talia there the on that
0: little hollow picture, who is that Robin looking character that's right there that's on the screen? Do you have that up? Op-
1: uh yeah, I don't know. That looks like Tim Drake to me. It kind Tim of Drake does,
4: with
0: but a crazy also crazy
1: hairdo. Right? Like he's
0: got like a nine head. Like his hair, like yeah, it lined does over it looks like it's being fierce,
1: like pushed We had a really back. bad
0: haircut. Maybe it looks like it got pushed. This back. one above him is obviously you know Black Canary. I just don't know yeah, why that looks like, like Black you know, Canary. a
1: Robin would be down there. And then there's the Batman's over there. Eric, he's over there in the main screens. That's just there. That's like because she's like looking longingly at it. Um, but if we did have you know Deathstroke Inc. And you get Tim Drake in that? That might be pretty cool. Or I Damian, don't know, Wayne. right? Or Damien. I mean Damien. It probably is Damien. It doesn't look like Damien, does you know, right? It doesn't at all. It looks more like Tim Drake, but that would make more sense. And I like that just Talia sits there at the computer desk with two swords drawn. <laughs> how, how <laughs> she I the computer. See, she's typing with the swords. I need no, a new keyboard. I need a new don't keyboard. Be a dummy. Oh my goodness. But yeah, it's weird because, you know, what does this fit into a Batman anthology book? You can complain about that, but with it, it's okay, and I'm looking forward to that book now. I, I really didn't even think much of it, and now I'm like, okay, I'll I've been check looking it forward out. to it. Yeah. Uh, so with all of that overall, I like doing
0: I'm, weird stroke things
1: sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I so why defiance I was so cool? Is. I wish it
0: would have hung out more because it was just a, something different with Slade right there and a bunch of interesting characters. Like, well,
1: that's over now. I'm like, hey, let's get back to that. Yeah. Overall, I'm a six out of ten for this. I thought that each issue, each story in this, had its issues. I actually think that this one. The one with Black Canary was the best of the lot. And that's not even really a Batman story. But I thought that the Zealot deal, I mean, people are going to be reading this and just shake their, their head. Yeah, the art's pretty good. Every I thought story. that the Red Hood story ended up, you know, ending with one of the worst issues of the six, which is a shame because everything just got forced to end. And the Tim Drake deal had the big reveal, but the story itself was story. nonsense. And so yeah, I'm six out of ten. What are you?
0: I'm at a 6.5 out of 10. I love the art throughout each of the stories. I just felt that each of the stories was kind of a lame duck overall. The thing, you know, Tim Drake coming out as bi makes national news, but being bi does not a story make at this point in time when the rest of the books that you have been reading at this point are just kind of lame at the end. Like even the Zella, I'm like one Wonder- Zella dressing up like Wonder Woman for no goddamn reason to be like, I-, I don't know what you're doing here. And also I don't have a connection to the Wildstorm universe. So having a Wildcat cat here, I'm like, Nope, that's nothing for me. And then everything else, like, you know, like you said, the Black Canary one is pretty much the best, but you're not even doing much except set, setting up a book down the line. Kind of like the other, the end of the Red Hood book. It's like, all right, we're going to get ready. And we do that with Detective Combs getting ready for, like, the Task Force Z yeah, coming yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And um – with that, I'll, I'll read you again. I think we did this the last time, but I'll read you the solicit for the number seven to let you. Uh, you could tell me if this is something that you would pay dollars for. I told you last week I that. said no. Because it's Neo Gotham. You get Bruce Wayne lies murdered in the back, Batcave. Terry McGinnis, <sighs> Bruce Wayne's final protege, will travel to the dark heart of Neo Gotham to find out who killed the greatest hero. Then you get in future state. The dark state, heart of Neo Gotham. Is that just like the Neo Narrows? Maybe. And in, in future, you get a future state, Cassandra Kane. Just once in a moment to enjoy a hot meal, but the magistrate's pursuit of her is relentless. Then don't you know. get in the blasted future, the Dark Knight stands alone don't against a murderous future gang. Out the and then you get a Batman One Million story at the end. I mean, you don't really, want any of those. No, you're you're really pushing it for eight bucks here, and it seems like they're already running out of ideas. Uh, of what they can have in this book and what it would be going forward. And it's a shame. Especially
0: Batman 1 million at this point in time.
1: Yeah. And, you know, you ended up having Chip Sadarsky was the big draw for this Red Hood story. He's off, he's going off. And now you end up having, you know, Lansing and Kelly and, and some other people, but I don't think they have the pull that you're going to have people like, oh my God, I got to get that story by them, even without even knowing what it is. So I think that this book might have some problems going forward, but. That's not for me to really decide. Eric, we'll see how the people decide with their oh, money.
0: Yeah. I don't think you're going to decide. Just have a hot take then, I it?
1: just decided. It's done. Detective Comics number 1041 is now. Mariko Tamaki writing an art by Dan Moore, Jordi Belair, and Adida Bidikar, and then a Task Force Z backup uh, that is written by Matthew Rosenberg, uh, Derek Robertson of The Boys fame. Eric doing the art. Diego uh, the the boys. Rodriguez and Rob Lee. Yeah, the book, The Boys, that they the had, boys. that TV show. Uh, Based on that everybody loves No, I don't, I don't care for draw. it It's too dark for me Well, <laughs> he's he's known for that Eric Mariko Tamaki continues a convoluted story Of eye worms, mouth bugs, and Mr. Yeah. Worth And the jury story yeah. And lack of detail still has me scratching my head As things keep being explained by characters Saying there just is no explanation Overall though, Mr. Worth continues to yell and scream And the idea of the real villains of Gotham being the rich who are above the law would have played out a lot better without rage-inducing bug infections. But here we are, Eric. Also, we get the setup to test for C, which might have been better for me without Deb Donovan. I just don't like her. And I like this bag up. Jason looks like the Dracula at the end. He's the Dracula. Have to get to that. I don't you're know what you're talking about. You're going to see he's got the Dracula.
0: Tony, from um, what I recall, that ending being, he was just kind of looked like Rorschach eating freaking cereal instead uh, of beans at this narc- table.
1: I'm going to look right now. We'll, we'll do this together and look. And when you get there, you're going to have to go. And look, no, he just has out. milk running down his mouth. No, I think those are fangs, Eric. No, I, I just, don't I know. just magnified it.
0: It's freaking milk running down his mouth from the cereal he's
1: eating. It's he's weird. Ra- so it's running down both sides. I think he's a Dracula. Uh, when we go into this, though, we have this story. One of the things that I've wondered about, like when, when, when is this? Like it almost feels like at one point we were really pushing towards a synergy with the Batman book, with the whole thing with the magistrate. The whole thing with this fear state coming up, and this issue, it kind of just completely throws that aside and ends up We're with just yelling and screaming about uh, where's Hugh Vile? I don't know where he is. Sir. And, Get his ass here! I love the idea. It's like what Worth got out of prison? What happened there? Uh, we really can't explain it. All oh, right, that's what I was talking about with that. He ends up like that. Doesn't make sense. Uh, what are you going to do? And so he seems to be like. So what she says, which still needs to be explained to me, by the way, where he talks about worth well, is out of that, custody. Everything has
0: to be explained because even the idea of Sarah Worth, you know, the body of where she was with the evidence would have been being cemented over. And nobody knows why this happened. I'm like, well, this this happens nonstop. Everybody's just wondering, hey, why do we do
1: that? And with that, you do get a cool thing at this point, but not really spelled out or explained too much. It's the idea that in that area when they went, which they must have been real quick. They got Sarah out. And when they checked for DNA evidence, there was Bruce's DNA down there. I guess he was taking a leak down there while he was in his micro caves because that seems to be why well, there was DNA the around. Is, didn't
0: they actually say that like his, his DNA or prints, whatever it was, was found at, the, at her they house? They said it,
1: in uh, yeah. And then they say it here that it seemed to be at the crime scene, but I think they forget where she died. And then they bring in... You know, Lydia, the girl who ended up screaming and yelling at him, and she I ended up dead. I saw him
0: standing next to Sarah Worth, even though it looked like a clay face. <laughs>
1: but like, where is he going to end up saying like, like Bruce says, you know, as Batman, listen, the evidence is not the greatest here. And, and I'm, you know, I was exonerated, you know, or Bruce was. And then worse, like, I don't care what you say. I saw my daughter melt in front of me. Like, Please, these things are always talk about just, that, Mr. Yeah, Worth These things are always pushed aside here Now, with that, it's so funny to me Because one of the big things that you've been hinging on Is the idea that Mr. Worth might be infected with the worms, right? Yeah. Because he's so over the top But it can't be no. Because they say it at the very beginning It doesn't have a lengthy gestation period As if to spell out Listen, if you thought Worth was part He's not, because we would have seen it by now and so even of that, which makes it lesser. All right. He, in I, I, my I got mind. to the
0: point here where he's young at Batman about what he knows about his daughter's death and why Bruce Wayne's to blame. Police investigated Wayne. His DNA was found in her apartment. He was seen with her by a woman who was later found dead. Another victim of his madness. I'm like, he was seen with your daughter days after she was already found dead. For I want to know. And the thing is, was it her apartment in the beginning of this, like when she... Riku, I thought T- it was Maki just Zoka a party. Where it was a party,
1: but was it her apartment? Yeah, it, it was just apartment? a party. I didn't think it was, but even if it was, there's going to be a lot of DNA from a sure party. Is. Right? Well, fingerprints, so, whatever But knows. again, we and get again, that... again, we say that. It is his DNA.
0: It's <laughs> funny, <laughs> who, who too.
1: Who's doing it her apartment? And, I, and they skeet, say skeet, apartment, skeet. so you're right. I thought it was being clever saying... Like the way that the crime scene and a lot of times where Batman, Bruce Wayne, Batman gets into that little corner there where he could explain why the DNA was there because he was Batman. he can't explain it because he's he's Batman.
0: He's pickaxing into the sewer ground and he's wiping the sweat off his brow. ground against the wall. What
1: DNA is there? (laughs) They're like, we saw your DNA all over that glass of wine that you were drinking. And so even with that, they ended up where, again, the police went. And this is where it's funny to me. The police go and they look into it and they end up saying, you know, that's not the case. He's not guilty. Bruce Wayne's not guilty. And you have that combo that doesn't really mesh well where you have a guy in Mr. Worth who's always paying off the cops, always doing things. But the one time that they do the job, he's mad because they're not. Li- but you didn't even see him getting mad at the cops or what would be. If he's that big, this should have been fully that Bruce Wayne, we know he is innocent. But the money and power of Worth ends up making him guilty, and he has to fight that. That's the big thing, and I think that that's a cool story, especially with the Bruce Wayne who doesn't have the money and mentions it in this. You throw in eye worms. You throw in Neil and Hugh and all these things going on, and by the end, you have Mr. Worth just sounding like a complete and utter idiot for what has gone down. Throw in Lady Clayface. He saw what he thought his daughter melding away and And then gave himself up and then went out and got out and then started blowing up up a freaking playstation this guy has blown up half of gotham he he saw his daughter melt in a puddle of mud but yet he's just here i mean where is the idea that again if he's gonna be mad maybe he's mad at the you know pretty much the cliche of batman like this sort of shit only happens in Gotham. There's never a city that I hear that a guy's daughter melts in his on like you did it. You're the one, but no, you have him yelling. Just a f- everything seems to be on a whim of Mariko Tamaki. Eye worms that caused a bunch of murders, including that girl who Huntress befriended for one day, then she's dead. That gets totally pushed aside. Lydia dies. Oh my god, Bruce Wayne was that gets pushed aside. Now we're just back again to worth yelling nonsense. And not even looking at the full picture. And because of that, the narrative of all of this is just ridiculous. It, it, it isn't a story. I mean, the idea – and then he's down in the microcave. So I can't be down there because the police are looking well, down the there now. Is
0: we, we, we can't do that. And everything that we have set up so far in Detective Comics for the idea that Bruce Wayne doesn't have money – is now being pushed away. We can't use the micro caves that he's set up this whole time because we got people down there investigating, different things. So he and I'm telling you, they went looking inside. The jury's people went looking for Bruce Wayne and or Batman, found one of the micro caves, and everything blew up inside because the place was like, you can't do this anymore. So. We're back to square one with whatever that means. Even his apartment was burned down. We have nothing uh, We have nothing keeping us in this area He Gotham anymore because everything that was set up, you know, what, six, seven issues ago, it's all gone now. He had to go to a freaking dock where he just had a crate that was labeled, you know, earthworm fertilizer that he had his old freaking, you know, blue and gray you know, Batman in there, which looks badass, but it's a wow moment for is. no it's reason. Just,
1: yeah, it's a wow moment for no reason. It also, looks great. I love if, it. But if you're <laughs> going to go with the synergy of things, I'd love it. He's like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. They're like well, called Ghostmaker. <laughs> I mean this guy has a lot of stuff. But even in this book though, it doesn't play out. Like you said, you just go to a crate, you get the old suit, looks great, wow moment. But Amazing. what's going what's going on in this? St- I love too where all this is going on. And I don't know why this angers me. Barbara's there with her legs crossed, like like it's a Sunday afternoon in the park. She's like, ah, well, I'm I'm pretty You're good her
0: here. I don't know why Max she seems relaxing. too
1: relaxed uh, in this with all this stuff going on. And, and even then you see the, you know, the Batgirl. And that's the thing is stuff. in that,
0: um, what was it in that Batgirl, not Batgirl, um, uh, the Black Canary story of Batman urban legends, when she's given like Dinah, the four one, one of this whole trust and like the whole idea, she is in the, the latest Batgirl costume, not the newest one that hasn't been like fully revealed yet, but the latest one. And I, yeah, really I think like that'll that be a wing
1: nightwing deal. And
0: exactly. So the why, but when we see her in the background, she has the new Batgirl costume that we haven't seen her in yet. I'm like, Let's not go to that because she looks so good in that other one in Urban Legends. I, I, I don't like this new one at all.
1: Yeah. And then you end up where, you know, Bruce, he gets this deal. And then he goes out in what is the Gotham section that is pretty much, you know, every sort of part of Tokyo and, and every b- billboard, everything. The jury once you. delivered Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. I'm you like, See what really? assholes
0: in alleys doing the Batman 66 logo of the TV. Deliver Wayne Batman the It's Jerry. funny
1: too Because look at all this High tech stuff And then you just have that li- This guy thinks he's important <laughs> it's me. Hey look at Deliver Wayne and Even then It's supposed to look like It's like oh my god The whole city's against him But then you go way over the top Like everything The one even looks like A Home Depot sign Ends up there And okay And then you go And speaking of You said earlier in the movie, The Long Table and things like that, but everybody's scrunched at the end. <laughs> well, what you raising. look at the
0: jury here and you have this organization is coming together? Did you think it was
1: going to be bigger than this? Well, you see, damn right I do, because <laughs> when
0: you have this whole thing where it's Mr. Worth, the penguin, gray haired lady, and freaking clown blood sport, I'm like, yeah, what are you yeah, doing?
1: All I thought was, like, why is clown blood sport here? I'm like, why isn't this? First off, I don't know about you, Eric, but get 12 people. You know, get the jury. I, uh, why are you playing with the thing there? I mean, <laughs> it's so, so ridiculous. This is now going to be four well, we angry say,
0: men. We say that. These are just the head of the jury, I'm guessing. But because we the have the jury. Other people These that are other out guys and about. are
1: just, the other guys seem to be just, like you know, hirelings. Clown,
0: what about Clown Spikeface over here? He might be somebody.
1: I'm not even saying that. In Big my mind, number one. In my mind, Mr. Worth isn't even part of the jury. He's the judge. He's the they, foreman. It's three, two angry men and a lady. This, but that doesn't make a movie. It's, Eric. it's so ridiculous. Like, Old lady with a gun. <laughs> Look at me, and, Stop and pointing she's, that at me. Old she's lady. twirling it around. Oh, what is this, Kit Carson? I, I, I just this nonsense. Old the lady. The They end up like. I want Penguin to say there's more people in the jury and the hey, hell, hell do I know I never have to go nuts. I'm Peng- you, I, just I love this
0: idea too, too that we have the Penguin he's serving almost like an underling for Mr. Worth where he is just a yes man when Mr. Worth is yelling at Batman about what he knows Penguin's just chilling behind him yeah. like you know what that seems like a compelling evidence <laughs> to the case that's doing these weird freaking jury that puns yelling out
1: jury puns and, and we seek
0: justice I'm like shut up Penguin you're not doing that anything is- here it's like this. I like, object he's like here's Mr. Worth why are you protecting Bruce Wayne. Then a little penguin.
1: A silent question. <laughs> it's so good. I don't know bad. why it sounds like that. What's but going like on with my this? Mind. What is going on with this? I can't wait because in the new solicits, Danny DeVito's actually going to be writing like a penguin a, story. Oh, I can't yeah, I wait see because that. we'll yeah, get better too. than that. And in a smart move, it looks like he's gotten a couple writers to do it with him as oh, well. Oh yeah, he's so been cool. working
0: with people to make yeah. sure he can get yeah, the style done. Awesome, that's all, right? that I, is I, I, awesome. I agree. That's
1: really awesome. Even I can't this wait. One, this even, is ridiculous. Even
0: at this one point, after you know, Mister Worth talks about the DNA of Bruce Wayne's found, there's the freaking penguin. We the jerry find Worst case, very compelling. You're not doing shit, penguin stuff. Then they start it. playing up, with
1: this head. idea, like, "Hey, a city uh, of men blinded by injustice, doomed to repeat the crimes against them." Blind. He just yells and then, "You say you're seeking." justice you i say you're seeking revenge like nothing and then the plays most out amount
0: of people are all around everywhere that batman knew nothing about it seems like no who all opens fire on him at this who one all point opened
1: fire. then we also see that we got an extraction of hugh Viles, We're whatever m- m- mouth monster and uh, uh you know batman gets shot with that the one bullet that what actually just makes it monocle who freaking does it do yeah. <laughs> just, I don't understand that I still look at the penguin guys and think they're being Lido's. It's for just this out idea loud, where right?
0: Batman is being pinned down
1: by yeah, all this heavy monocle. gunfire. I, I guess it's like you do get that idea that he's like they found some Nazi down in Brazil or something, right? When he's doing that with that monocle and yeah. shit. But I like, don't we, know. we
0: extracted Hugh Vile freaking venom from his mouth monster while he's in co- – I don't even know if he's in a coma here if they put him in afterwards because he's yelling about it. But And now while Batman's pinned down, somebody slowly loads a freaking mouth monster bullet into a gun and shoots Batman into the leg. And like I don't – like he has dodged like an entire war worth of freaking bullets at this point. And then one Seven slow vile bullets. bullet hits him.
1: I love the idea. Seven trillion bullets in a dark room. The one that's fluorescent green and it's like all waits, fucking re-animator waits coming him. until afterwards and shoots him while he's hanging out in the, the rafters and then he falls down. Oh, no. He's pissed. He's infected.
0: Oh, goodness and gracious. I'm really, really upset now that we did see that Hugh Vile still has his mouth monster, stuff like that, because now I have no idea why Huntress has a psychic connection to Hugh
1: Vile's victims anymore. <laughs> and can see through. Their, through the rice. You know, yeah, you're, I didn't even think of that, that you thought that it had transferred I thought that to a the better thing host. Had
0: transferred to a better host, being Huntress, and while she thought she was cured of the eye worms, she wasn't cured of the mouth monster, giving her the psychic premonitions. Now,
1: I told you, all it will be is a forced way. To get her to know exactly where Bruce is, so she can go and save him. And Tony, then when it's explained later. she always
0: have this weird psychic connection to Mouth yeah, going No, forward? I think
1: that later she'll end up, at some point they'll end up, you know, Hugh Vile might have to die. And then they'll be like, oh my god, I my don't god. have that connection. How did that work? We'll never know. It always seems to happen in this book. I mean, the idea that we had earlier with Lady Clayface, why was she able to only look like Sarah Worth? No, we'll never know. Maybe? We'll never know. figure <laughs> it out. It, no, it, well, it's a because it's a, it's a forced narrative. I'm sure not is. either. I'm going to tell you what it is. It's that. And even this issues later. Hey, how did how did Mr. Worth get out of that jail that he actually took himself to and ended up giving himself up because he had just seen his daughter melting as a. And eh, we'll never know. It's it's you know like what? how many licks I of a know. lollipop. Billionaire. Yeah, I guess.
2: But he was
1: the one who set it up to go to jail. It's so weird. Maybe he went could've... to
0: jail, realized this sucks, and bought he his way He went out. to
1: jail, he got out of this shock that his daughter just melted. He's like, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. There's probably some drunk in the jail dream. with him going, I know who you are. You're the big man. <laughs> <You're Batman. laughs> He's every like shut up. That. and then Penguin was right there. That seems probable. <laughs> Who, they need
4: somebody you, to have a big gavel. Why Batman doesn't he have a big gavel as a weapon? He's a joke no.
1: anymore. Oh, just a joke. And even at the end i'm telling you all this shoved on top of each other and then at the end huntress is like i know barbara i know the person infected because now i can see out of his eyes all right that's great i it have is that great. power they now. do end up saying that it's like a rabies type of deal that gets it's you like mad earlier it's like the and crazies they have, they have like the 28 a, days later. they have an antidote anyway it's hmm, then we get to this uh yeah backup the test for c backup where you do have you know, smoking like a badass Deb. I, don't, well, I just is, didn't like. It.
0: I don't like Deb Donovan. And when I originally opened up this backup here and saw it was a Deb Donovan backup, I got very upset. Where she's riding the freaking subway and pissed off about it because she's there trying to talk to the mayor about like I don't even know. And it's not the mayor actually. I think it's something like um, the president of the Gotham Transit Authority. That the transit authority, and they're going to be upping the way like the like uh, the price of getting on and stuff like that. And it's already awful to begin with. So it's pretty much her to search it for a story. And in the background of this whole thing, you have Red Hood, like, you know, peeking around and putting a little note in there. And you see him there the, with the hood. Do you exactly, see him with the actually, red hood there? I didn't look at it initially. After I saw the reveal, I went back to make sure that he was in the subway yeah, and secretly I, put it in. I
1: would love to think that also Jason went over and, and punched that bald guy in the back of the head and that he guy turned around and thought, yeah, that he started. The, the fight though, even that didn't play out well where there's just a fist fight with two guys all of a sudden, hey, everybody get out of the train. Those guys stay in the train. They go, And then the police come. It's such an odd way. To cause a, a, a distraction, not even a distraction, but like a mob scene where well, you can have is, Jason Todd I'm looking that. at the
0: progression of the panels here, and it does look like Jason might have actually ran into that guy that turns around and looks at it and says, excuse you, you
1: fucking yeah, dickhead. Yeah, it's weird, right? But that those two guys start fighting. I mean, I I've, I've been places where two guys start fighting. It doesn't end up where... Seventy people disperse like that, while well, those guys just stay there punching. And then the whole police department shows up. It was a very odd scene. You could have just had him go by and put this deal. Because look at the guys spilling out of the train as all the police come in. But the the thing is, look for the bodies. The whole deal is the setup where leading Deb Diamond giving... to
0: the morgue, where we get to see the dead body on ice of bane and Manbet, R.I.P. manbat And oh my God, astrid Arkham. That's one of the worst parts. Is like. I'm guessing she died in A-Day, but we never heard about it. We just knew that she's going to be a task force, and she died somewhere. Her body's missing. Who would care enough to steal Astrid Arkham's body? Not me, because she's an awful character.
1: Yeah, and the, the thing to me, it's a little force of like, hey, check the bodies, and you go and you just see Bane, Bat, and Astrid Arkham gone. And there are a lot of people who die in Gotham, the idea that it's like this, and then that guy's like, This creeps me out all the time. And I'm glad Deb says, you picked the wrong line of work. If creepy bodies, you know, you're in the morgue. It just seemed very forced, the Deb Donovan stuff in that. It, especially what the note says and doesn't say it's just like okay and then she runs into Vicky Bell vale, which is nice because well, as we before, about the, before
0: it. she does that she's leaving and somebody puts a gun up to her freaking back and says stop looking into this it ain't worth it i'm going to, you're gonna get killed batman freaking knocks this guy out and says stop looking into it deb donovan so it's such a weird idea where one guy was willing to kill her to make sure that like you know she stopped looking at it. and batman's like Look, bitch! Stop doing this. To where she wakes up Vicky Vale in the middle of the night, and makes her go to a dive bar so they can sit there and talk about whether or
1: not she should drop the story or not. And if it's like you know crucial to her health or not. Yeah, which she seems like she wasn't going to do it anyway. I think she just wanted to drink. I, I don't Vicki know vale. why we don't
0: get to see who this guy is or why Batman's not interrogating this guy because as soon as he knocks this guy out, who had a gun to Deb down his back, he freaking just you know grapple hooks himself away. Is like, I won't warn you again. Go home. Like. Let's deal with like you know what's going on here in Gotham right now because you just left this guy in the street.
1: Yeah, and so you end up where it's to set up like we said, Tess. For see, at least we know Vicky Vale is still not stuck in the cell phones oh, thank that God. we I'm had so worried back about in her. the Nightwing Ben Percy days. Um, But, yeah, it's just a have there in the name what Was that called as The well. Dark
0: Web? What was that called? Yeah,
1: it was like – I can't even remember, but it was a Dark Web story where you ended up having ben, that per, weird Benjamin deal. Benjamin
0: Percy leaves Nightwing, goes over the marble, but he left the story and never resolved the idea well, that Vicky Bale was be stuck in a cell resolved, Remember,
1: a lot of that story was resolved then in the Batgirl book. Yeah. Uh, but never really Vicky Vale being resolved. She was stuck in the cell phones. And that one cyborg guy. And I still think that that's the Dracula. Uh, but you end up where Deb Donovan goes home, and there is Jason Todd, who's waiting there. I like, he's like, I'm glad you got my note. And she probably should have said, Well, why didn't you just come to me? <laughs> you know, the, the last he's, night. Well, it's so right? funny to It's no deal to just have him there after there. She almost died.
0: He went through her stuff to pour himself a bowl of cereal right here. It's just specific, like, It really comes off almost like a Rorschach and Watchman eating the freaking beans.
1: That's what it looks like. And it's just funny that he gave her that. Like, I guess maybe she wouldn't have listened to him if the, he did. She didn't see it first. I don't know, but she's mm. seen these dead bodies. But what is that? What's the story there? Astrodark I'm missing, but she doesn't know. So you're going to have to have Jason tell her anyway. I don't know why Jason's so. here
0: in his, you know, new old red hood costume, but he's wearing a bandana, like a cowl over his freaking head instead of just a domino mask. It's weird. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It does look kind of weird there. Uh, but yeah, that's the end of that. And uh, I, I'll give you that. It looks great. I yeah. thought they back up and the regular deal look great as well. I don't like well.
0: Deb Donovan, but I like the way this whole like, you know, getting to the scoop, you know, the story kind of thing, the journalistic kind of feel to it. whenever you have like a movie or a story along those lines, because- it felt kind of big, even though it only had a backup kind of page space. But tying Deb Donovan this with uh, Red Hood and where he's going to go with Task Force Z, I was happy to see that because I expected to hate this story. But I'm like, I was compelled. Especially when you see Dead Bane and Manpat.
1: Yeah, that I didn't mind. And I think that's the setup, obviously. But I don't know that I need Deb Donovan looking into Task Force Z when we get to it. I just I want Task Force it Z. <laughs> and I like, you know, Batman seems to know what's going on already himself. So – the idea that deb donovan's on the case i don't really care that there might be oh my god the expose in the newspaper uh because i just want to see test for z I, I don't care if it's a electrified you know,
0: crowbars we already
1: know like even the idea this would have been deb donovan find, finding out about just task force x the whole idea like i don't need somebody looking into that that's part of the whole deal with the Suicide Squad Look, and things. So, all I'm so-
0: talking about is this: like, if you have two things you can learn about, the government is using criminals, super criminals, for blackout programs, for you know, like for the con- like country, overseas, wherever. Or do you want to know? That the government is using reanimated freaking corpses and a freaking black ops crew? The, Tell the me about funny the funny thing is
1: that that's the thing, though. The funny thing is, is that we're privy to both sure in great, an omniscient om- <laughs> thing. That's what I'm saying. We're just cool, watching right? that. I don't need to go down and searching into it because I'm going to be reading the book and enjoying it, hopefully. So PowerPoint. I don't need her snooping around because right now, what, what is let's, that
0: going to do? Let's put this whole thing. Let's make a bet. Like not a bet, but let's just. Yeah, maybe it's a bet, but the idea. What do you think is going to be better in the long run, Task Force C or DC versus Vampires? What do you I, think should be the better book? Well, if you had to choose, put your money down on something or gun to your head, like this is going to be the better one. What do you I'm, think? It's going to be? I
1: think it'll be Task Force C. I'm okay. looking forward to Task Force I am, C a more. I am more. very partial
0: to a Jason it's, Todd, and you know,
4: Suicide Squad. it's squires, part of suppose, and
1: but again, the the vampire thing maybe that'll be fun because you could do whatever. But I like thinking of the idea of Jason being there with the guy, zombified version of, but killed Alfred. Electric I mean, there's a lot bars. of things going on with his electric crowbars uh, that probably are just there. Because really, what do you do? How do you do the task for deal with zombies? You know what well, I mean? looking the thing what
0: I've is, if you complete it, they'll bring you back to life. Yeah,
1: I'm saying, like, what is the caveat that you have to keep going because some Good, of these... Well, that's the be- thing is, if
0: you don't I think to do, you're just dead. With
1: the, I think you just get prodded with the deal. Some of these guys want... Like, you're a zombie. How how Sennian are you? I, I gotta see. I'm just saying, I don't on. think
0: Mr. Bloom wants to stay dead. Fuck Mr. Bloom. Yeah, no, Mr.
1: Bloom going no, to gonna, stay I'm gonna, dead. Since
0: you say uh, Task Force Z, I'm just gonna, you know,
1: do the opposite
0: because I think it's gonna be fun for like a year from now or even over a year it's for when That's we the can thing, say, a year of exactly. fucking vampires. We can that. talk about, like, you know, who was right about what because I know I know that I'm going to have a lot of fun for that year. Whenever we get to talk about DC versus vampires, with my "Who ordered the steak" and different puns oh, along yeah. that line, oh yeah, I mean, we're we'll have, have that. a good time.
1: I'm going to look. I'm going to get my little, uh, you know, ball here, my crystal ball, Eric. I'm going to think, ah, yeah, ball. you're going to want to drop that book after six. <laughs> you're going to be like, oh, no, I'm this be is fine. a six ish. DC
0: versus vampires. This that's is fine. a one shot. not too we'll heavy.
1: We'll see. We'll see. Well, see, her. but what would you give this detective?
0: I would end up giving this detective, be- and because I pretty much just like the backup, because nothing else in the main story makes a lot of sense with what you're doing, and everything is forced to get to where it wants
1: to go. Thankfully, the art is great, but I'm giving this a five point eight out of ten. I'm gonna give it a five point five. I, I it, it's weird too. I know it's its own thing. But it's gotten more and more away from the setup that we were going with, with well, the future that, we, state we, Nakano and things like we that. We t- even
0: talked about it's getting away from its own thing that it's set up at the beginning of this with, we burned down his apartment. We got rid of this micro case. I'm like, that's all, everything you set up already. It's weird.
1: Why would you do that? Now and he that has was one of the less. big things. Yeah, he has right. nothing to lose now, now. he has $500 million left. Mm-hmm. No, nope, oh. they just burned down the bank, Eric, and they have no insurance on that money. It's all over. Uh, but yeah, it, it's a shame. But we'll go to the last book of this first section, which continues the kind of Batman motif a bit. It. What is it? Eh?
0: The Joker, number six, written by James the IV, with Sam Johns on the backup, with art by Gil March, Prianto, and Tom Napolitano, with Sweeney Boo and Ariana Mayer on the backup. Jim Gordon continues his hunt for the Joker in France, but besides for a cliff, the cliffhanger and a name drop of the club of villains that nobody cares about, this setting really does not, doesn't does do anything but provide us a new backdrop where our former commissioner can talk to Barbara on the phone. And sadly, while, I, while I've been waiting to get more background to the Samson family, the bit we he, get here just comes off as odd to me, plus a punchline backup.
1: Yeah, uh anybody like the Beverly Hillbillies? I do. Y- you want them to be cannibals? You kind got is, it. Said that That'd be That pr- be actually if you're going to do reboots of things and stuff like that now that is fun. You want to could, saw your
0: family going to like
4: I'm Beverly telling Hills? You,
1: just the idea that you end up finding out that the combo of the Beverly Hillbillies slash the Texas Chainsaw Massacre type deal would be awesome. They end up heading to there. They like the cement pond. They also like they got the taste of flesh. Well, you
0: say that I, I could even imagine the idea of like it's the t- like the the L A so, like Chainsaw Massacre where they like you know hit the bubbling crude and move out that way. But the idea that they get all these people and like. There's so much plastic and silicone in the bodies. They're, like, repulsed at the people that they're eating over here because there's not enough
1: meat. Jethro, he's e- everybody's definitely still. right? Hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's not It'd enough meat on these right? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, they're mad. Everything's plastic. They're like, this sucks. Uh, but, yeah, with that. Got a you piece get, of Botox in my teeth. You, you get more background thing, right? Samson. Yeah, I think, Uh did you need this much of a background? I, I mean, did. I know I, that you set is, it up. This, I this, don't.
0: The background aspect works for what it is because where you see that we we pretty much just have the Texas Chainsaw Massacre family where they're just in deep Texas chasing after a woman they're going to go kill. And. As this is going on, they go and find a bubble in crude, which is going to make the Sampson family rich beyond their wildest beliefs. But the thing is, the girl gets away, and the thing is, they have enough money now where they can pay her off and say it was just that mean old Billy Sampson that did it. Where Billy gets put away, so the rest of the family become this big Texan crime family, and they have all the money in the world because of this oil that they found. But we got respe- to respect, we got to respect a brother Billy here because he took the fall for us to have this. There's a good no life.
1: way to respect Billy. You you get Billy killed. He's the only one. He is at this point. He's a, a loose face. cannon, wild, you know, card that you don't need around. And even to the point with A-Day comes down and all that, and they're even going to help him out continuously, you get him out of the picture, but they're going to put a mask on him so he can well, go no, that's around. The thing,
0: that's the thing is, like, apparently Billy used to be all about masks, kind of like a leather face, but it's a weird sack, freaking frowny, like smiley face kind of thing that he has that what you see on, like, some old newspapers. But that's, I'm telling you, I like the background in this aspect to it. When we get to the present day stuff, it's like, we find out that Billy's still alive from aid day and they're doing plastic surgery on his face because he has that perma smile going on. And then one of the Samson, like, you know, nieces or granddaughters, I've uh, made Uncle Billy, you know, uh, uh, like a, a metal mask that he like, used to wear. I'm looking at this same like, I don't even know what this whole thing is, what you're doing anymore, why Billy's still alive. And, like, why you're so upset anymore. Like, it really seemed like Billy needed to be dead for them to be so
1: upset. Like, we're going to put a bounty on that clown. And that was the deal. To get that now, are we going to find out that Billy talked a little to the Joker, the Joker's a loose cannon? Whatever the case may be, I think all this is, is to get some big behemoth of a character with a cool mask, or if you think it's cool or not, to Man. then battle, you know, Lady Dane, To go later because you have her there. And That's it's the all going to be is, these families how going after each is,
0: other. He's a regular... Big dude. He's not a jacked up on look Venom at freaking lady. He looks lady. like
1: Solomon Grundy. Look at that arm. He does kind of
0: look like Solomon Grundy. He Grub- is humongous. It doesn't help that it looks like they're walking through a swamp though either. Yeah, I know, really. But
1: still, he's got the white beater and but he, those pants jacked up. He's got that meat hammer look,
0: though. He is leather faced is what he is.
1: Yeah, yes. Look at those pants jacked up. That looks like me. Pretty and cool I mean way the to do pants right? pretty, pretty real cool way. Uh, but again, you did have that. Thing before and I thought that it was more Interesting when it was like well we end up Being rich and it was thanks to Billy but We need to keep them all that and I thought that The mystery of that was kind of cool with That when we find out that it is oh my god They shot the bubble and crude oil That is and then ends up Doing that like <laughs> the there, there, there Is no real reason that they need to think to themselves well we have to honor billy because he took the fall no you kill him That's family, especially Jim. when you get go this watch, fast, go watch
0: fast nine remember
1: me and you were talking before about whether or not they had spelled out cannibalism or whatnot and i'm like that old guy's eating raw meat egg. i mean really and you see it again here Wrong pig. And, and it's kind of funny but I don't know. I laughed when it was the Bubble and crude. I mean, when that it's was so when that funny. happened, I thought that is, is the best. Where's Granny?
0: Yeah, I, I when I read that and I saw the freaking Bubble and crude at all. I'm like, me and Jim are just going to be having so much fun with the Beverly Hillbillies aspect I'm telling of cannibalism.
1: I was going to write a, a a parody to go, but unfortunately, be hard to write. The, they, the guys don't have really great names. I could no. go with Billy. Yeah. But you have to go with the dad, and this dad. What they do say, yeah, I, I don't know. Manable. I, I just like in Samson. I'm like, uh oh, well, we might figure it out for next issue. But I just kept laughing to myself. I'm like, well, it's even he's, funny because Jethro I, Jethro I didn't even realize fair.
0: till right now because you do have the Samson family, right? But when, like, you know, our main patriarch of the Samson family is watching video as Billy's getting operation on, and his, like you know his granddaughters talk to him on a video phone, like, the doctor is doing what he can, Uncle Sawyer. His his first name is Sawyer, like the Sawyers in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's like all right on the on the nose. And the thing is, we're having kind of fun with it. With all for that the stupid mask that Billy
1: wears. It is funny. It is pretty funny. I mean, and he's eaten raw meat, whoever, you know, he had somebody over for dinner. Eric is what he ate. <laughs> <he laughs> and then she got even delivery. Said, The best too is like she says Okay, this doctor's doing the surgery. Oh, you know, are you sure he's going to be doing that? Yeah, we have his family wrapped in barbed wire. He thinks I'll let them go, but then says that he doesn't stay. Like, the things don't really add up. All you have to do is say, he's doing this, and then I'm going to kill him, because that's what they end up doing. They get this mask But we have to show how whatnot. more
0: sadistic the Samson yeah, family is. Yeah, that's all
1: it is. And all
0: I thought about in this whole thing, though, when you had the doctor I just expected Billy to yell out, mirror, like it's the freaking Batman 89 when the Joker's getting his like,
1: surgery yeah, yeah, done that's for right, how it plays yeah, out. Yeah. That would be funny. But I don't even know that he even talks. He, he seems catatonic anyway. Plus he he's wrong turn in the in the back deal anyway. I think they took advantage of the guy not being quite right. Uh but yeah. You know, quite Let me tell you a story about a man named Sawyer. I, I just ended up like oh my god, really? Because it is funny though, but it is so on the nose for the yeah, Texas on Massacre, and it does it, seem it is like the James horror Tynan. movie
0: ever made though. So
1: it makes sense no. that you're going to homage Tynan it here. And James has a lot of you know of these things that he loves the horror stuff that he's doing or whatever. Well, and so you end up having the Samson. That's seven pages of the Samson stuff at the beginning, so it's it's quite lengthy. In doing and then the rest that. of
0: the story is Jim Gordon feeling odd and out of place in France for having money, and everybody looks at him by because you don't like you don't look like you got any money, and you don't belong here, American. That's the rest of the
1: book. That's it. And I keep thinking, like, what is, what, is, what is James Tynum? What is he doing? here? Like, what did he want out of this book? What is he giving us? Because you have it, a Joker book. We're not getting a lot of Joker. That's fine. But and you even said, oh, you know, issue one called, Jim, for your hot we take. happening? know what's happening. Come for on. your hot take. But I'm saying, like, you keep waiting for it, though. Last issue, you we say that. barely I, got any. And I kind of so,
0: am and not at the same time because the Joker is overexposed to this. So the less we play with the Joker, more Jim Gordon. Well,
1: if it's I overexposed, the then fuck it's, having it's, a Joker book, It's then. called the Joker, I mean, and
0: I understand why. But, like, it's it's the outcome what he's doing here. Like, it's almost like the you guy, know, like... Jim Gordon is going to be on the perpetual hunt for the Joker until he's not by going after somebody else from what the Joker tells him. But the Joker is the centerpiece, but he doesn't need to be around.
1: This story right now is bullshit, Eric. And why I say that is all I can think of is that JLD stuff that he set up and we just meandered. We are meandering in a book that you need to get going because right away, like you said, we all know that there's not a lot of Joker. And so when you're reading this, you're, you're waiting for big moments and waiting for things. And James Tynan loves to take years of setting things up. Now, He's quit DC. I don't know if everybody, I'm sure everybody heard this, but he's only going to be writing this to a certain point as well. And then we're going to get either somebody taking over, it like, seems like the JLD.
0: It seems like he's going to be on Batman way less, but this one he's going to stay on yeah, for a long longer. Yeah, this one he's
1: staying until like the, but what, then 17 again. 17 or 14 Yeah, one of something those? like 14, yeah. and But, you know, Batman, it's going to end in November. But again, I think that what you get with that is the idea that Batman And getting you got to get things going. You can't announce, hey, we're going to do this and let him be a lame duck on Batman. This book is just his and probably will just end, I would think, when you do end the deal with him. Batman's going to go on. I think they probably said, we're going to just go and move on from what you're doing if you're leaving. You can't be on Batman. We're going to leave. But this will go. But with that, I need something more than James Gordon talking about how his first marriage went down the tubes. It's more sad sack, Jim Gordon, with what we had last issue, like...
0: We had an entire issue last time, last month, where we got to see what we the narration that we've been seeing for months and months in each issue. And now we just continue it on now. Like, I, I don't need this aspect. And even when you get break that bit where, like, we see Jim Gordon getting beat down the streets, talking about how he was trying to investigate where the Joker was looking for leads. But came across the men of Labasu, who was, a, like, a member of the Club of Villains that was, like, a Batman. Like, you know, I'm trying to think, like. 15 yeah, yeah, years yeah, ago yeah, something yeah. Ago. It was like, like it's a weird name drop that nobody cares about and then we just move on where the idea that you know Barbara's looking into C- uh, Cressida and possibly like you know they don't know the Court of the Alice connection yet which just sucks because remember how we had that great cliffhanger we had that Talon standing behind her like we never got back to that but all she has like is a code word over the phone with Jim Gordon like hey you remember that uh, picture of those eyes I made and we put on the fr- refrigerator and like she's being watched me-, me and her have code words about this whole thing and eyes Watch mean then. she's being watched so I'm like I want to know more about that right now because it really does seem like, you know, Barbara was in terrible peril the last time we were actually yeah, dealing yeah, with the yeah. story. And, and now, now she's she there. Nothing.
1: And then he calls Bullock and says, hey, Bullock, I need you to look into things. And basically because when they are looking into stuff that had happened, Joker stuff and all this stuff, the things have been wiped, you know, and we need somebody to go to the, you know, pay, turn in the real pages and stuff. And Bullock, he's good with that. So you call up Bullock. And he'll just get into that, and he's getting paid by Look, I need you to
0: go and find actual freaking newspaper articles about Billy the Brute Samson. Could you do that? Because they had enough money where apparently they had all the newspapers bought out.
1: Yeah, yeah. I love that. It's like Barbara's like – well, uh, I went through a stack of newspapers, and that day was missing. I'm it's like this. Really?
0: Oh, it I had a uh, spoiler try to pull some old newspaper records about the murders attributed to Billy the Brute Samson back in the day. Every trail ended with destroyed microfiche, or a single day's paper removed from the stack. I'm like, <laughs> like everywhere? The stack.
1: The stack. The stack. Oh, oh, really? Here's the deal. If they really want to do something, all they have to do is get you know some sort of authorization deal. Because all those newspapers are just sitting there in the Samson's home. You have them all around. You're like, you I'll tell you, uh, Sawyer
0: Samson is now one of those freaking um, pack rats where he says, yeah, "All those newspapers, at he has them everywhere. all there."
1: Massacre victim, <laughs> recants testimony. Billy the brute Samson—they're all just there. Oh, he took them. I just love that there was a stack of newspapers somewhere and she's like, oh my God, I did. Oh, that one's missing. Oh my. Uh, That's a funny It's It's just an odd deal. It's
0: all been drowned up by news about that Samson Oil Company.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Ah, yes. But so at the end, it just, again, it feels like this is the James Tynan that doesn't have anybody making sure that he's keeping with the story, that he's meandering a bit. And actually it has a lot of the pacing of the, Tom Taylor Batman book where oh my god equilibrium and then we go off to other things and then we're looking into this we have, so I just I need some more Joker at the end you see the Joker seem to have set up a murder with well that's you the know, thing James is Gordon's even, the, even
0: this bit where the Joker sets up Jim Gordon for a murder in Paris because Interpol shows up to murder Jim Gordon because of a murder that his fingerprints were like this just does it feels like you know Batman the detective when Bruce Wayne was arrested that's by Interpol saying. for that murder is the exactly it feels at that like, point. Yeah.
1: And then you have Joker there, and again you can get that away with anything clown. with Joker because he's the Joker. He's always playing games and stuff like that. But he's it's just jokes, there Jim. watching. He's always it. playing jokes. <laughs> I love it though that he's just not the like, gamester. <laughs> at the end, he's just there, <laughs> and it's like we have to have the Joker in for one panel. There he is, looking down. He and that we filled our up. quota.
0: He's staring Wait. down. We're sitting on top of a building,
1: and I love what we're in. We're in Paris. You have to have the lady smoking. Hey, wee wee. Uh, but then you get a punchline backup that you said you liked. It's okay. Well that's the end thing end up is the just where ups blue bird a little bit where things. like,
0: you know, punchline she has this like I don't know what I'm telling you, this backup has not been doing anything for me lately, and I was just happy that this one did, even though it starts out with a weird cavity search of Harper Rowe getting put in prison. And uh but she's going in and trying to figure out what, you know, punchline's up to, and punchline pretty much has made her do this. It seems like she's playing chess where everybody else is playing checkers where she was waiting for Harper to come in here and the idea that she is like, you know, anticipated all of this and has the entire prison on her side. So now Harper's locked in prison, doesn't have any kind of allies in here and the entire prison will be against her. And you know, punchline talks so much shit to the point where Harper picks up a freaking cafeteria tray, smacks her in the face she
1: mentions her brother and that's yeah. gonna really trigger her so but yeah that's all she's but doing now it's like shit. you know
0: we're gonna be talking about the idea that somebody filmed this in the prison and like you know people like they're beating up on punchline for no reason in prison she doesn't deserve this she's a victim so she's getting more of the sympathy play from everybody who's protesting on the outside and harper's the one allowing this to happen and even that like you know her brother's the one cullen and his boyfriend are watching this like you know what that punchline she is so like a, such a victim right now i'm like you just ruined everything, Harper. And I just like the idea of elevating punchline to this kind of mastermind degree. Whether she deserves it or not at this point, because yeah, she, again, it
1: doesn't really do much. It for never me, really but yeah. felt
0: right for how much she is. But the idea is she could be a genius—that's cool. Like we just don't know enough about her background or anything like that at this point. Because even though she was, you know, featured heavily in a Batman story for the Joker War, and we've had a backup for how long now? I was like I can't tell you I know a lot about Alexis K right now.
1: No, and and with that, when like, what are you going to do with her when she gets out? I mean, what, what is what going to happen? What you, you can well, do anything, we'll Jim. we I guess. I mean, who is she a villain too? I mean, does this set up that she's a nemesis of harper Rowe, which we don't get anything of anyway uh i just don't know where she fits in of the scheme she, of things she's gonna be a villain of harley jim yeah maybe but you know do we need that as much because we already we actually had their big fight last week in the future state gotham, gotham book, yeah. and people were just like yeah we don't need that so well that's we'll because nobody's reading that book that is true nobody <laughs> is including us but you end up having that and it, the big deal though is harper even says at the beginning like this could really Ruin the whole case against her if they find out that I'm in there doing this, this, and I think that's all this is, is to end up where. You know, tampering things Harper. like that, and Harper just decides she's going to do it. And, I want a and really, really good writer and a good too.
0: artist to give us a freaking
1: bluebird. The six idea issue of many. genius, deal, I mean, Harper is actually Super more genius. No, I think that Harper's more of a dummy than punchline. Really being a genius. She's the idea an old of like Billy
0: Samson over she there,
1: Caesar there. Like I see those are fake tattoos and stuff like that. It's just ridiculous to me. <laughs> she but, does not have the matches.
0: Malone okay. looked up. The idea they're like all she did was take out her piercings, put on a fake tattoo sleeve like on the up bro and
1: tattoos on her face she's like i got face tattoos but i'm but she crazy. still has the same hair yeah, yeah, just nothing. <laughs> even the same guy. <laughs> I mean, really. She, I hope she doesn't recognize me. Well, I uh, thing, like,
0: it's just Harper. Like the thing is, until like, um, Punchline even talked about. You think I don't recognize those fake tattoos you're wearing as a disguise? I'm like, oh shit, she is trying to be disguised. And she's like, I didn't see a difference. It's not matches Malone quality over here.
1: No, it's it's not. It'd be funny if she's like got a that's mustache. A small mustache. And she, and that's it. She's it. smoking. I'm batches Malone. <laughs> Look at me. I'm the latches alone uh but yeah overall what did you give this
0: i think is i like the art in both of these the main story and the backup i think the backup's one of the best backups we had in a while which it was down for a bit the joker story was lacking but i did like the samson background even though i didn't like the samson stuff that's doing now where billy's still alive the stuff with jim gordon was kind of just tedious and boring overall which didn't just you know it really just played as a weird catch-up and just told you that like you know you can't find out anything about the samsons okay we, we, we spent all this page time learning can't find nothing about this i'm like well, good, good. I gave it a 6.9 out of 10, but like it was a down issue of the Joker. Yeah, I'm going to
1: go six. And the thing is, you said it, you know, pretty quickly while we were talking about it. But here's the deal the Samson family are pissed off because their beloved, you know, son, brother, whatever, Billy, brother. he ends up being hurt in a day. They're so upset we thought dead. They're so upset they want to kill the Joker. But now That's the we thing see, I swear they said dead, but now we see he didn't die and they're going to now give him this mask type deal. But they still are after the Joker, which didn't involve Billy, but probably will now because we had the two the girl and the guy already on the case and doing nonsense deal. I don't know how this actually jives in with what we saw before because it does seem like it's a weird sort of deal. We're so many – like you would almost get the call, Uncle Sawyer. Yeah, what's up? Hey, uh, Billy's alive. All right. Well, I guess we don't really have to go after the Joker. It's all over. Well, that's the
0: thing is if you're going to do something interesting, the idea that – like the family praises Billy for his sacrifice where he went away so the family could be the rich thing. But I don't – and that's the
1: thing. The weird thing is why – because of that, it's not really true. Billy is wrong turn. He, it never is it like I'll take the blame. They all just forced it on him, and yet they're seemingly well, that's what I'm like he took the idea
0: it where they want to have this whole like you know family honor system where they There's think no Joker, for it, where they think the Joker killed their brother who like you know made them you know rich and stuff like that beyond their wildest dreams because Billy took, but now Billy got out and nobody knows about it. But Billy is now pissed off because he's been rotting in Arkham for all these years. So now while they're hunting the Joker, Billy's hunting the Samsons and stuff like well, that. That's it what, could be a cool dynamic. That's What
1: right? Rocky wanted to have, but it we. We to be don't have
0: there. that here because for whatever reason, they were just to be able to get Billy Samson out of Arkham after A-Day and now they're just fucking doing facial I surgery mean, the,
1: on the, him. Uh, the idea of this is like, okay, Billy ends up shooting the bubble and crude. Oh my God. Like there, there is no like finders keepers, you know, I shot it. So it's, it's on their property. They're going to get that. But yet they're murderers. They're cannibals. Okay, we're going to force the idea that Billy was the one who did it. We're going to force him into jail, but we're going to be nice to him and get him his own little cell or whatnot. The minute that A-Day goes and they they are crossing their fingers that Billy died. I mean, there's the thing is maybe they do have honor among the deal, but if they don't want to kill him, they it's already like been taken care too. of it. but they, But they don't because if they wanted to do this – they probably could even get him out or do something like they had enough money to just pin it on him. That's not love. Eric. <laughs> they're just it seems like there's something that you're supposed to be led to believe that he has to stay alive. Like the minute he dies, they're going to start looking at other things, which you already see. They can't anyway. So this idea that he dies in a day, I don't know why you'd be that upset. I mean, when he dies of old age, are they going to go after the Grim Reaper? I they gonna, if he dies in an explosion like, oh, well, that's done. It kind see, of wipes see, out that this whole
0: Texas family honor that they have going on.
1: But the honor wasn't honor when they set him up to go to jail for life. They're just seemingly he, like he we want him to be comfortable. But he didn't take the bullet. He like me taking the bullet is me and you get caught murdering somebody. And I say, listen, Eric, go home right now with Jess. I'm old. I'm going to die. I will take the blame. You just be a good guy. I'll never see you again. Goodbye. That's taking the bullet. Not all of a sudden the police come and you go, it was him. I didn't do anything and, and set me up. That's, well, that's not me taking they, the bullet. They,
0: they paid off the frigging woman that they were chasing before. The, or she recanted her testimony and said it was
4: only well, Billy that's that what that's what I'm saying.
1: That's setting him up. That's not taking the bullet. That's. Well, a, we don't and, know if he agreed to it And in that case, well, I don't think we'll ever see because I don't think he can talk. I think that the whole idea of this and seeing this back deal is he is a dumb mute. That's a huge hulking wow. guy that just goes around. That's what it looks like. At points, he's going, oh, as he's chasing that lady. Well, yeah. I, how I how do you think, act
0: when you're chasing ladies?
1: I go, get back here, Tanya. That's what I say, <laughs> you know. Uh, I think that they took advantage that he can't say anything else. He's like, rah, rah, and ends up trying to hit this lady. Never says, give me Paul's rifle. And then they go off. He's never, I think that they just they completely set this guy up. He took the fall for the family. He didn't take the bullet. So the idea of he, if they thought he was dead, I think that that would be a relief to all of them. Okay. We tried our best to make him comfortable because we did use him, but he's dead now. But instead they go after the Joker, but now we find out he's alive. And you throw in this weird deal. And then out of nowhere, you end up, you do end up seeing that they're doing, you know, welcome to the jungle, uh, clockwork, orange deal with, with lady Bane, who seems to be either, I, I guess those are screens that are showing the Joker, right? Or are they posters because they do have a computer? But I imagine they, that they're not. What using are they showing him <laughs> here? What are they showing you on these screens? Hey, Lady Bain, look, this is his profile. Here, here's his front look. Remember, like he's not, he's what not you're even doing anything for. there. It's just him there, so she doesn't get the show. Oh, that's the Joker. It'll be funny because at one point, I'm telling you, the way they're even playing, just imagine this. I'm just going to say it right now. Just imagine sometime where you end up, and it would be a funny Batman 66 thing as well, where somehow Gordon has to think that he has to put some makeup on to look like the Joker. He will look like him. If you look at him in the different things with this. No, no, he'll
0: look like Cesar Romero. No, that's what I said. That's the Batman
1: Batman 66. So I think that 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 might happen because all you're doing with Lady Payne is like, this is him. Go it's such it. a
0: weird idea of this, like, you know, Vengeance, the daughter of Bane and stuff like that, because, you know, they keep showing you that she's just submerged in a tube of freaking, you know, venom. Like, what's that doing for? You know, like, we used to have it where, you know, Bane would inject into his brain and have all those she's tubes and let rest, it. but she, she's like has all these tubes, but now she's in a giant tube. So I'm like, yeah, she she doesn't, doesn't have any air, guys. And, she
1: and can't they're breathe. talking about that, but even then, and having this whole plane, thing, a giant almost, cargo plane. Almost having Billy show, you know, us being aware, okay, Billy didn't die. Would be the same as if this plane from Santa Prisca, they are flying around with Lady Bane. They're like, "Oh, by the way, we just found out that Joker didn't kill Bain. It was something else. Somebody like—would they continue on? Because the Samson family is that they— their whole mo was he was dead, but he's not. But it's—I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. At the end, that's why I said things are starting to get. And, and this is the second chapter in a row, or second issue, where. It's like, okay, Gordon, you said sec Let's get going here But again, seemingly putting into the whole idea Of his other wife as well Because he keeps saying the first wife So that's kind of a cool little deal But that's it for the first section here And we're going to go off, take a little break And we'll be back with two more books One real big one And also Infinite Frontier, Eric To finish up (laughs) yeah finish up the podcast
5: hey guys and welcome back to another segment of the weird science dc digital spotlight i am your host clay and we're gonna jump right into this we have three books this week that being batman 89 batman the animated series the adventures continue season two number three sorry about that and of course hardware number one season one or season one number one so let's go ahead and jump right into the one I feel like most people were kind of curious about and seeing how it would really play out. Let's go ahead and go with Batman 89, number one. This was an interesting read because, of course, Batman 89 immediately like draws your attention, right? Well, this book isn't set in 89 because, of course, you have the... Uh, sequel of batman returns and then of course this is supposed to be playing out after that so it's clearly not 89 but the number one like actual like proof of this is the fact that when we see the michael keaton bruce wayne he has gray hair like not on top he he has a little bit of the uh, mr fantastic thing going on the uh the kingdom come clark kent thing going on you know uh this is very different. Um in the sense of I uh, it it kind of j- it was kind of jarring. Uh Quinoza's art and let me go ahead and jump right into those uh uh, uh credits here. It says here chapter one Sam Humphreys uh as the writer, Joe uh or sorry, Sam Ham as the writer, uh Joe Quinones as the art and cover. Leonardo Ito as the colorist, Clayton Cowles is the letterer. Um this was very very interesting. They introduced characters such as uh Barbara Gordon is in here. She is actually a sergeant of the GCPD. She is dating Harvey Dent, uh uh Billy D Williams uh you know it this book is very much a caricature of what 89 was or yeah, what 89 was. Um So you see a lot of familiar looking people. Uh, It's really funny. The person that is uh, dressed up as the Joker, um, because it's like Halloween or near Halloween in the first few pages. uh, And there's a newscast going on and they're talking to people. You see a lot of Tim Burton Easter eggs. Um, There's uh, I can't remember the movie. I know Jim knows it. I know Jim knows it. Uh, the, the, The and Eric uh i for jesus christ i can't remember the name of the movie i know that it was aliens i know that uh but was it something something mars i i i can't remember uh anybody who opens this book up you can see all of the tim burton easter eggs there's nightmare before christmas there's beetlejuice um there's actually a person dressed up as the Joker here, and it clearly looks like Prince. Um but yeah. Uh I can't say too many bad things about this because it is supposed to be an adaptation of a like there was apparently a script going around for the third uh part of this trilogy of Batman 89 and Batman Returns. Um, Marlon Wayne's was supposed to be Robin. Uh there's all sorts of 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 weird stuff, and they actually marlon Wayne's he still to this day gets a paycheck from w b due to that script because they they were legitimately about to go through with it and then never did um so it's very really odd that he's like still getting that check, but even more so now that they are putting this into print, it's kind of worth it now i think um and it's still very relevant to have batman 89 here in comics just because yes you get a whole bunch of people that buy this out of nostalgia but of course uh, michael keaton is going to be um present in the newest flash movie that is coming out next year but um the one thing that bothered me is this is of course an adaptation to a script that was a movie to very two very popular movies and in those movies, Batman is very much present. Here, Billy D. Williams, Harvey Dent feels as though Batman is more than one person. And it's like a special forces group that is working with Jim Gordon. Jim Gordon is kind of in hiding right now, um, working with Batman. Uh, feels very much like, uh, Nolan's Dark Knight rises, um, with that a little bit and you know there there comes a point where uh Billy D Williams Harvey Dent is is talking to to Bruce I need to stop saying Billy D Williams but it's just it's so jarring to see him like right there um it's almost like uh reading the Star Wars comics like it's clearly Mark Hamill you know uh but uh Harvey Dent is going to Bruce. He's like, hey, I know you're a friend of Gordon and I know you are you love this city, but I would really like to clean it up and I could really use your help doing it. And that's where Bruce is like, ah, it feels kind of weird because, you know, like you said, I am a friend of Jim Gordon and I, I kind of feel like it would be kind of stabbing him in the back. And there's a newscast going on uh, during all this and they're kind of watching it. And Harvey Dent is really kind of like Bruce look what's going on like this this bat character he's causing all of this without him we would be totally fine and Bruce doesn't bite you know there's a moment where where Harvey's talking to him and the shadow kind of hits his face like right down the middle uh kind of uh, foreshadowing his turn into two-face which is really really cool um but Bruce doesn't take the bait and Harvey's on the phone with somebody uh with Barbara and he's like okay yeah that didn't work out but I'm I'm sure we can figure something out as far as trying to find your father. Um, He then goes like down to where he grew up. Harvey Dent does. And he's talking to uh, individuals of the black community. And and he talks about how like, hey, you know, the, the face that I have in front of the camera and in front of this city is completely different from who I was growing up. And that is a conscious thing that I do. Because of who I am as an individual, um, clearly talking about the color of his skin, um, and it does go through like a little flashback of how like he got introduced to the, to the coin flip and all of that. Um, and I think it's very important. I think it's very important. Um, touching up on this, uh, it's really funny because like he he makes a comment on this kid's jacket uh, or sweatshirt, and it has like the the bass symbol and the kids like well I'm a fan uh and he's like he he's he's talking about like why are you wearing that he's like oh well I'm a fan uh and later on he's he's talking to this guy he's like hey I really need a favor and the next panel is the kid's jacket like as if as if he's like hey I'm really going to need you to steal that kid's jacket for me <laughs> but uh but he goes and and has a press conference and is basically like slandering the Batman name he's like hey we need to get rid of this guy we can do so much more on our own and uh eventually we do get to see Gordon uh Batman actually calls him on his comm system and you know he he Gordon is like clearly this is a trap uh because they were setting up the bat signal um, with Harvey Dent and Bullock. And he's like, this is clearly a trap. Um, they, they know too much. Um, consider this the last time we, uh, communicate. And he smashes the communication device that he was using to talk to Batman. And, uh, the very last few pages is the introduction to the person who will eventually be Robin. Um, and it leaves you on a cliffhanger that the authorities have followed Batman and they're about to capture him. It says, next, showdown in Burnside. Um, overall, like I said, it's not a horrible book. It is a bit jarring with the art. Um, I liked Quinones on the Batman uh, animated series, The Adventures Continues. Um, I felt that it was very appropriate. With this, I was telling a friend, I'm not entirely sure if anyone's art, whether it be Joe Quinones or that of a Dan Mora or a um uh it, honestly anybody because it's supposed to be a caricature of a property of an existing property i think it's always going to look a little off i think it's always going to be a little weird um you know i i feel like marvel has it down with star wars and i think that's because it's just been so long that book has been going on this is a miniseries this is one through six I'm not saying that this is can keep going they can do the same thing that they're doing with the milestone or even the Batman animated uh, series they can make it into seasons Um, I eventually do think that uh, if this is successful alongside the uh, Superman uh, uh, 78 that they will be doing a crossover Um, they did that as well with the Batman 66 and the Wonder Woman 77 Um, so um, I can see it being in the works already Um, overall uh good start i I'm very interested in, to see how exactly um this Robin works out, whether he dubs himself Robin or he does work with Batman and calls himself robin um I could easily give this a a seven five uh solid start, nothing too grandiose about it, but nothing too horrible uh either so um yeah, really did enjoy it now we will be jumping on to quite possibly. My favorite story of the night, which is Batman. The Adventures continues season two, number three. This is the hunter or the hunted. Now, this is really a Batgirl story, but it's really, really fun. Uh, Batgirl uh, jumps in on this fight that Batman is having with the black mask and Um, Batman is looking for some information. Uh, Black Mask is not wanting to get it uh, or give it. Um, Instead, he's like, you're going to you're going to wish you weren't here because open that door. I dare you to open that door. And uh, Batman goes through and it's Black Mask's lawyer. and He's like, Batman, you have no right to be here. You know, basically doing all the lawyer stuff. Um, And they are actually looking for uh jimmy the jazz man uh peak uh we find out that he has some history with batgirl uh, more importantly as history with gordon um he did shoot gordon at one point and batgirl is really wanting to find him batman is like no you can't you're too close to this this is too personal for you just lay low and then i'll call you if i need you and she's like you know what F Batman and then she drives off and she goes to uh, a a, some woman at a club that plays the piano Um, and you know she's like hey please give me any information you know he hurt somebody I really really love and I I need to find him Um, she eventually does give him information uh, on this tattoo artist that probably will go see him Uh, the jazz man Jimmy the jazz man Peak uh he has these tattoos all over his body which is the um it's a little bit of a play off of zaz to be completely honest so every single time zaz kills somebody he makes a mark on his skin um the jazz man um every single time he su- he's an assassin so every time he successfully kills somebody he um gets a tattoo of the melody that he was either playing and or singing and or whistling while doing it which is very morbid when you think about it um but uh Batgirl does uh capture him at that tattoo parlor and lo and behold huntress is also there we learn through this scuffle and chase, uh, that Huntress is going on, uh, to capture, uh, Jasmine as well. That, um, Jasmine was there during the slaughter of Huntress's family. And it's very, very morbid, even for this animated series. Uh, actually, let me go ahead and I believe, is it at the back of the book? I think it's at the back of the book or the, or it might be at the beginning to be completely honest. I'm always bad at looking at the credits and I do apologize. It is in the front of the book. Right here, the, um, like I said, the hunt, the hunter or the hunted, uh, Alan Burnett and Paul Dini are the writers, uh, Rick, uh, Burkett as the artist, uh, Monica Cabina as the colorist and Josh Reed as the letterer. Um, I really do enjoy this art. Um, It really stands out compared to the other ones. But, of course, it is still in the same vein of the Timbers art style. But um, as I was saying, you find out that uh, Jasmine was there during the slaughter of uh, Huntress's family. And they actually show it. Now, of course, they don't show all the blood. But they do show the silhouettes. They show, like, uh, Jasmine methodically, like, playing this music. And you see, instead of the blood, you kind of see the musical notes going everywhere across the silhouettes of, uh, her family getting shot and murdered. Um, very, very morbid indeed. And of course, Jasmine's, uh, like, right hand men or whatever, uh, are out to find him. They, they eventually find them in this, like, abandoned, like, uh, train yard basically and so there is a scuffle where huntress and batgirl have to work together and then eventually uh batgirl takes in um takes in jasmine to the gcpd with batman of course they question him they find out that the information that jasmine has on black mask is actually like this weird piece of like um Detachable ink or something like that it's something super ridiculous here. It says uh it's a micro dot um that they used uh while tattooing, and it's actually um detachable, and so that holds all the information on him. He's like, Oh, please don't you know, black mass will kill me, blah blah blah, and they hand him off to this officer onto his way to the cell. And this officer is starting to whistle a tune. And uh, he says, hey, I know that song. That is the uh, lullaby of uh, Birdland. Nice to hear an old favorite. And you see the person looking up. He says, I never liked it myself. But after tonight, I doubt I'll hear it again. And it's Huntress. And the last panel is all black. And you just hear the sound effect of her crossbow basically saying that she killed him. Super brutal, absolutely amazing. I'm going to give this book a nine five. It was really that good. I enjoyed the art style, uh, the colors on it. Um, I enjoyed the story. Very, very morbid and dark for Batman animated series. And I know that it can get dark and I know that it can get sad um, because anybody who is a fan of the Batman the animated series, you know of episodes like uh, Heart of Ice with uh, Mr. Freeze. Uh, I think that's everybody's favorite when it comes to the seriousness of the show. Um, but really, really, really good issue. Uh, 9.5 for me. Um, I'm not... <laughs> Should I go with uh, with Eric and, and Jim's rule of a 10? If I get a 10 uh, in these, do I just quit? Is that it? Have I, have I hit the goal as a reader that I found the perfect book, and I'm just going to keep it at that? Maybe. But let's go ahead and move on to... The Milestone book of this week, Milestone Returns Hardware, Season 1, Issue 1. And now I'm going to be completely honest with everybody here. I do not know the character of Hardware. I know that he has been a part of the Static Shock story back in New 52. He was kind of like the mentor, the one, uh, the guy in the chair, quote unquote. Um, But I've never really read Hardware as a character. So I really wanted to know, okay, how did he get started? What are his motivations? And what is going on? And unfortunately, I don't get all of those answers here. Now, of course, that is the whole part of reading the series. I'm sure we will get all of that uh, in the handbasket. But here, all we really get to see is his backstory in the sense of like um, this this guy uh i can't remember his name off the top of my hand let me go ahead and again like i said i always forget the credits so let's go ahead and jump into those and it's not see this is why i think there needs to be a designated space for these things because like i i get super tired of having to go up or down or middle of the book and everything else but Hardware season one, episode one. Uh, the title is called Angry Black Man, written by Brandon Thomas, pencils by uh, Dennis Cohen, inks by Bill Zinkowitz, and color by Chris uh, Suttermeyer, letters by Rob Lee or Lay. Sorry. Um, that's so funny because I was like, man, this really reminds me of the Black Label question book, and that's because Zinkowitz did that as well. So I feel like it's very appropriate, and I may be canceled for that, but the title is named uh, Angry Black Man. Um, this, of course, hits home just like all of the other milestones as far as what's going on in the U.S. right now and the uh, very big problem that America is having with racism. Um, we see here that, um, I can't even remember uh Uh, Curtis. Yes. Curtis is, uh, the name of hardware of his civilian name. Curtis at one point we see him. He is a very, very, very smart individual. Um, even as a child, um, he, he basically graduated, um, high school and college at a very young age and people saw potential in him. Um, now this, uh, the CEO guy, I can't remember his name as well. Um, I'm so bad at names. And I think, honestly, it's because of the amount of content that I'm constantly consuming for all of the podcasts that I do. I just need to give up on, like, three or four of them. Um, But Edwin. um, Edwin is the CEO of this tech company. And he brings him in. He helped, like, basically, uh, Curtis helps develop all of this technology for them. And then... Curtis starts to see his worth and he's like, okay, well, if I am doing all of this for you, you need to do this for me. Of course, Edwin sees that as like an attack. He he says specifically, he says, but, uh, uh, he wanted more. He asked for things he did not deserve. And when I denied him, then finally I met the real Curtis Metcalf. And I feel like that is just very disgusting. Like it made me feel kind of gross. When he says um, he asked for things he felt he did not deserve. Of course, we don't exactly see the things that he "quote unquote" did not deserve um, because it's just panel without any da- dialogue. Um, but this is showing, like the from Edwin's eyes, the 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 devalue of Curtis as a human being uh, to uh, to his company, and throughout this entire book. Um, We see that the authorities and quite possibly military is after Curtis, but we don't necessarily know why. We we kind of assume because at one point um, uh, Edwin is talking to some authorities about the the Big Bang incident, and they are blaming Curtis for knowingly um, having explosives at that rally. Um, And so they are basically calling him a terrorist and they're trying to uh, capture him throughout the entire issue. And that's basically it. We don't get anything else other than those things. Um, But the book ends basically with a confrontation between Curtis and Edwin face to face. And uh, Hardware Curtis basically says, like, hey, I'm not going to kill you because it's going to be too easy for me to kill you and when you die i don't want it to be easy so we will see like i the, the last part of this uh book i actually did like he says um and when i'm done when uh when you and everything you care about is over then we will see we'll see who made who um basically showing or telling edwin like hey i am more than who you thought i was You know, I'm not I'm not just some machine uh, that can make you money, Um, because that's basically how he was using him. And he knew like Curtis knows that he was who he was before Edwin employed him or whatever, and he's going to prove it. And I like it. It just wasn't really enough for me. Um. And so I'm going to give this the same as Batman 89, not as a negative, but because, like I said, the the positives were the uh, the fact that I did get like his motivations. Okay, His motivations is because this company um, is um, kind of accusing him of of being a terrorist, but also they they wronged him. And I, I can see the reasons why. I did not, I'm not a fan of Sinkowitz as far as interior art. I love his comic book covers, but I, I'm not a big fan of his, like, as far as like having to look through it, like for 25 pages. That's just not my cup of tea. I know a lot of people like his art. Um, but like I said, I love his covers. Uh, everything else though, I really did enjoy. Um, I, I like how he, Uh, talks to his computer uh, named Pops, P-O, like it's an acronym for something, and I I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, But I I really do enjoy that. I like the back and forth with that. Um, A little bit better than I do the back and forth between the Mother Box and Mr. Miracle uh, with Shiloh. Um, But yeah, overall, um, still a positive spin on this book. Um, Just little nitpicks. Uh And I would give this a seven five um with that, I do apologize um for any grogginess in my voice. I literally woke up because I told Jim that I would have this um within like the morning uh so I do apologize uh for any of the annoyance in my voice uh I'm usually asleep right now, so I'm sorry um but yeah, uh thanks again for listening to this segment. And let's go ahead and jump back to Jim and Eric. He got his first
3: real
2: comic, got it at a five and down, read it to his fingers, man, been reading comics most of his life. Him and some guys from school, they had a book and they tried real hard. Jake quit, knuckles got married. Down was never gonna get far. When he looks back now, did he ever bother? Ever? And now that he has a choice, he told Jesse, he would we'll marry never. Eric's that comics most of his life.
1: Ah, oh, yes, Erica, a song that's mainly about your life. Not kind of. <laughs> not <laughs> not much if you, much if you only knew parts there.
0: of it and made up the rest, then yes. Well,
1: you did tell Jess you're not gonna marry her. There you go. That's all I need to know. Your dad, you had a daddy never. There you go. <gasps> I did, all, I did it all, so. It all works for me. It all works. And you know, Knuckles got married and then it was all over. Beyond her, was was that. Uh, that's what I heard. He told me, Eric. Uh, and and speaking of that, if you want to talk about a book where Things get all jumbled up and you don't know what the hell's going on. We'll do that second here because we're going to end with Wonder Woman. But the first book, and that was a joke, or was it? (laughs) I'm glad you told everybody. I didn't (laughs) know if they figured that out. No, actually, they thought he's he's telling the truth. That Wonder Woman book's nonsense. We're going to start this section with Infinite Frontier number four, though, written by Josh Williamson. I'm going to go with. Oh, Josh? Yeah, he's a buddy of mine now. Paul Pelletier, Jesus Christ. No, we're not. He doesn't talk to us. Sir Monaco, Norm Rap, Monroe Fernandez, Hi-Fi, which somehow corrected to High if and Tom Napolitano. I didn't have to tell you that, Eric, but it made me giggle when I saw High if The mysteries of Infinite Frontier build as we get a new team ready to fight the injustice of the multiverse with the help of a betrayal, Eric, that who could have seen coming? DC just announced a, a Justice League Incarnate book that will continue the story. So sadly, I don't think that we'll get all the answers we're looking for in the next two issues here. But cool. I'm still enjoying this book, which feels big and important. And it does to me. Yeah, I, this I ain't the end. Totally it's like only the beginning. It Come is. On. And I, I don't mind that we're going to do that. That's why I wanted to point it out. The idea that we kept saying, oh, my God, there's not enough issues. And I said, I think that we're going to continue this. And when we get solid info that we are. That's fine with me. I'm enjoying this story. I like all the characters that we're getting, some of the intrigue, the mysteries and things like that. Uh, and by the end of this issue, I got excited again. I keep the, This is one of the few books that I end up, as I'm reading it, I am pretty excited by the end of it enjoying things. I have some theories, Eric, that I can throw out there before we're done. But I even like the idea at a point where you have pretty much the amalgam deal of, Iron Man, saying that he was involved in a secret war and stuff, and made me giggle by the end. I thought that that was kind of funny as well. But with that, you do set up, you know, the idea that everybody, this multiverse stuff in the Omniverse, what I like about it is there's a lot of people, including Captain Carrot Machine, had all of them that They do want to just kind of get back to the norm. Maybe we can figure this out. Captain Carrot wants to go back and lay some, you know, some base there, right? Get some some base, as they say, in in the rabbit world. Did you lay a lot of base? No, I didn't. The ace of base, I heard. all, All the base did not belong to me, Eric. So when you end up having all that, I like that. This whole idea of an omniverse and multiverse is pretty cool, right? We like it. But if you are from another planet in there and a planet that's been attacked and all these things, even like we saw with Magog earlier, which does set up later, that he's part of this injustice type league. Uh, you do Injustice kinda, incarnate, Yeah, you, you do want to end up, you know, kind of just let's fix this. Let's get done with this. And that seems to be pretty much the whole story that's going on here, including Mr. Bones. You know, saying that he had to make a deal because he wants to end this. He doesn't want, uh, you know, his earth to keep getting just demolished, keep getting it because the regular heroes aren't able to, you know, defend it as much and, and do things like that. But with that setup, we do have a big deal, though, with Calvin Ellis and the President Superman deal with Thomas Wayne Batman, where they're trying to figure out what they can do because that vibrational ship ended up leading them back to his earth. And so they're gonna do things and it's cool to see him. It's in it's such his a weird idea though.
0: And well that the whole thing, like just the idea of this, you know, multiversal ship that we have to go and, you know, figure out where it comes from. Because we, you know, this last issue, Calvin Ellis realized it came from Earth twenty three, his home world. It's like, what's mm-hmm. that about? We got to better go talk to the Lex Luthor, who was you know, for years and years he was trying to do multiversal ship but never made it. When they go talk to him, realizing that somebody tore his heart out freaking Temple of Doom yeah. style, but with everything that's going on with these multiversal ships, like, is it tied into what the DEO is doing with their, you know, their art, uh, carrier arcs, their multiversal ships and stuff I like that? I think it is. is I it think something they're pretty different? much saying that it he is something Injustice up? incarnate as well? Like, are, are they the ones behind this whole thing so they can travel the multiverse and say, you guys got to stop traveling the multiverse? Well,
1: and, and again, you end up having where you could say that you think that Bones might be part of all of that with the DEO and being Injustice incarnate with X-Track, who – my theory is is definitely cameron chase that is a multiversal cameron chase you even see when they're next to each other they kind of look alike and she ended up saving her from that explosion we saw the captain had to deal Adam, with yeah. the explosion i think that that's her and the idea that she's like i hate that person i'm like i think i think that that's her i think that that's the play where they're getting well, what in what earth jim well i don't know we'll have to see but you end up where bones is even like look and and i like that when he shows like we're always under attack. I mean, there's 80 different Superman. There 80 different Batman. All that you, stuff I love going all on. the
0: different Batman throughout the ages. Like when you have the different Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman throughout the ages, you got Perpetual, Mix- Mr. Mixleplik, you got Telos, there, <laughs> Dr. Manhattan, you have the Bra- the Brainiac God from Convergence, and you have Mr. Mind right it's there, cool. when you have Dominus, you have freaking Superboy Prime, Batman, even, even freaking, like, you know, um, oh, what the hell is your name? Um, who the hell opened up? Oh, Pandora! Pandora. Yeah, Pandora's Pandora. Right that's there. pretty cool, right? I mean, <laughs> Alexander it, Luther, Parallax. You have all of these things that have damaged people over the freaking you know you know decades of DC Comics. Into the front too. Then you got the time travel with Booster Gold, freaking Monarch, and Reverse Flash. Like all of these big bads have like fundamentally changed the DC universe all the time. They're all represented here. Like you know what, Mister Bones? You got a point. And that's she keeps the, happening. that's the
1: thing. You know, he actually in this the Anti Monitor. He takes the place almost of Alex Lex Luthor, even yeah. in this deal of, you know, I'm right. and, and I think he he's wearing a suit. Yeah, I mean, he is right. I mean, it's crazy. And so, and I wouldn't, we'll find out that this is actually a Lex from some other thing too that got his face burned off or something. But you end up where he's trying to say, and really spells out the idea. Yeah, I kind of threw you in there with that Captain Adam. I knew that he wasn't the real Captain Adam. I needed Captain you to Adam. see for
0: yourself. Yeah,
1: and it's one of those. I could sit there, and it's funny as he's showing her this pretty impressive hologram of all of them. He says, "I I had to show you. I couldn't just tell you." Uh, but it, he says, "And this is the thing that we." How did she get out? How did she do? Well, we saw that extract. Ended up teleporting, her, got her and out her for The last her out. second, and then you end up, Cameron, saying, "You know, but that Captain Adam. He said something before." he blew himself up dark side is and dark you end up having is. bones say oh that you trust me or what and i think that again i think he's working with dark side i think well, that he's at least I working don't understand with psycho what's pirate.
0: happening because we're talking about you know getting off the carry arc before it takes off and she shoots him in the leg and falls down yeah, yeah. and then all of a sudden it you know fritzes. the idea he is fritzing and he looks like his mr like his costume from an infinity inc back in yeah, the 80s yeah. is like fritzing behind yeah. his regular suit I'm like I don't even know what this means. You're like, you don't understand. It's a place of endings. You've doomed us, Chase. I'm like, I I don't even know what this means. The idea. All right, let's let's just think to ourselves. The idea that this is a Mr. Bones from another world that has taken that the place. That may have like, a
1: hologram But I don't know why the mother- motherfucker can't take
0: his cape off and just put on
1: a suit. <laughs> know, but you know, Eric, that's his look. Like, I, I mean, don't even know what that
0: means. Is he, a, like, the thing is, he's not a hologram because he just took a bullet from no, the and fell over. No, but I'm saying
1: he might have some sort of tech, like the Batman tech that he just has where he looks different. a fucking suit on. Well, you might be able to, but why do you want to get that cape off when you end up going off to have a meeting with Psycho Pirate? You don't want to have to take time to change, Eric. You just press a button. It's just a
0: weird situation I that,
1: think that I don't fully understand Like a tech type deal. It's like you never think that you're going to end up having it for itself like that. But he ends up saying you've doomed us. You've ended up doing us what's going on. We're not supposed to be on the ship going off. Now, is it that he has set up X-Track to have problems with this? What's the ship? Whatever. Because they are going off to, in their mind, go off to see Hector Hammond and, and see what's going on because they have captured Roy. All that stuff. Now, in the meantime, you do also have them talking crap to Alan Scott and Obsidian where they still want to know what happened with Jade. You know, what did you do with my daughter? What's going on with this? You're going to end up being in trouble. And
0: even that, that, that's the worst part of the book in my mind because I still really like this Infinite Frontier book. But we sit down and start talking. Like, even when we get to the point of Jade and the rest of like, you know, the JSA character show up like, look, it's Roy Harper, but he's a black leather. He's a zombie. Let's kill it. And it just is so quick. Or it's like, oh, no, I'm cool. Oh, yeah, guys, it's he's not cool. Even
1: like, it, the funny thing is it, it's more than just I'm cool and it bugs me even more because they almost seemingly don't realize it's Roy. I mean the idea of Roy? Like I understand like hey guys this is Roy but he's a zombie we have to kill him. The idea guys, would be oh you're okay not thing Roy? is, I just
0: realized this zombie guy that we we're all afraid of want to blow his head off a second ago. I think he needs a hug and that's what that's what saves everything. I
1: think this redheaded I guess a zombie you wouldn't necessarily know it's Roy but it's like this redheaded guy's like, oh my god it's Roy. I like the idea that maybe Jade should have said before building the castle around him saying, wait a second, something's wrong here. This zombie is not attacking us. He's going defensive. We've seen this in a bunch of books and things like that. The idea that, wait a minute, all that. He never attacked us. He's going, what's going on? Oh, my God, it's Roy. But he's just like, Jade, help. What does she recognize there? His voice that he says, Jade, because he could have recognized him before. It was very odd, but he is trying to fight the ring. She says it's a jump to conclusion, though, and it is. It should have played out a little better. I admit that it should have went a little well, even better. Even whole
0: thing when we find out what happened. And then to Jade all of a sudden how, he,
1: he gets a hug, and he's not—he's not a zombie anymore, Eric. Which is kind of funny. But you go on
0: when the whole thing when like Jade was attacked by extract, and the rest of the Do with you know the other GSA members here. that like. They got shot with a gun and this gun teleported them away to the bleed. And, like, something was wrong. Next thing I knew, I woke up inside the bleed. And I'm like, everybody's just kind of hanging out in the bleed. And I, were they supposed to be extracted to one of the ships? But in the background, when she shows up, it seems like, it, is that the ship that Thomas Wayne was on that fucking, you know, Lex Luthor built that went throughout the multiverse because it's crashing throughout the bleed now? I don't know what they're doing because I don't know enough about these ships or what the DEO is doing with all this thing. Just the idea of going well, to teleport people was not that the ship was supposed to be right there in the coordinates, but she's just Maybe. hanging in the blue. Because they
1: some of them seem to have up been the there blue? because even at the one point they end up, he, she steps on Hector and it's like this guy had us down. Like, almost like she... Got teleported different. You said last issue that you thought maybe they were prisoners. And they did. I think some of them might have been. It doesn't play out very well, though. Like you said, they just say, I was teleported to the bleed. Were the coordinates off? Was that ship again? Like you said, the Thomas Wayne one, it was already breaking up. It was supposed to be there, whatnot. You don't know. We don't know. And that is a little off. But I do like, you know, when we do get past that force deal, I do like having Roy with them and trying to figure out what's happening and what they're going to do and well, that's then- the thing
0: is he's kind of a loose cannon though because they immediately like now that they've had the ship hector hammond's on top they teleport to earth omega and like oh we should be careful here because she's going. my daughter might be there and this is where the ring wanted me like all of a sudden he's all about this black ring. he's not a team player anymore i'm like you need to watch out for roy harper especially because you have the anti-monitor shadow demons flying out of the planet i'm like this is some hardcore shit. Maybe we should just, you know, take a chill, take a powder and think about what's going on right now. Well,
1: and with that, it is kind of a funny deal where they see that there's coordinates that it looks like another ship is going. We're supposed to meet there. So they end up doing this, not knowing what it means. They get to Earth Omega. And with that, you do have Roy, you know, oh, my God, I, I can't take the ring off. They kind of explain I can't take the ring off because I think then I'll die. I don't know. But also Fine. it's leading me to my daughter. That's kind of with the idea a weird of weird being, being, being afraid, yeah, afraid, I, I can
0: I can understand the whole thing because you were brought back. You don't know why a ring went on your finger. And if you take it off, you might just become a corpse because I mean, it, this reanimates to would death. never
1: take that ring off her finger. And <laughs> she end ain't going to get that ring. You just right. ain't going to get it. Uh, but yeah, with that, though, when they explain it and then it is with Leanne, it is pushed. The idea of Roy like, oh, man, Earth Omega, th- this is crazy. We got to get out of here. No, my daughter might be there. And then no. all of a sudden he activates again, also says... Yeah, I kind of, Darkseid wanted me to come here. <laughs> they're like, really? Like, Adam Smash, I think Somebody's is, like, really? Is, you should have told us that before, dude. Right uh, but really, when you see those those demons, it's really cool. And you get a little more of the Psycho Pirate Just, deal where is going he's on running the turbine with Barry.
0: With the Omega symbol, you think of Darkseid. But with that over-booming freaking narration that was talking to Psycho Pirate and Barry before, you never saw the thing. But that really came off like the anti-monitor. So we're dealing with both the anti-monitor and this this, you know, this freaking OP dark side, the purest form of dark side is on this Earth Omega, Shadow Dreams, everything. Like, this is just a crisis Earth that's waiting to fuck up everything else and yeah, it's it around is. it, it
1: seems like. Yeah, just destroy everything. And then when you end up there where you have extract and bones and chase, they end up teleporting in and they unfortunately, they're where they said they would be. But the problem is, is that the other team didn't understand and they end up are there. So they smash into each other. They don't have like the radio tower, Eric, that's (laughs) going to end up being able to tell them. And that's just going to get them to crash. So you now know, we on have Earth two Omega. ships that
0: are like, you know, stranded Castaway Gilgans Island style on Earth Omega with, with you know, who else is there besides for Psycho Pirate?
1: Psycho Pirate and Barry. And yeah. and so that leads, well, then we go back and they're throwing out a Mayday, Mayday going to the House of Heroes. And that's where you still have, Calvin and And then you, know, you find out Calvin that the, the Omniverse
0: is not only space, but time as well. And they were the ship that fell, fell through the
1: multiverse. Dun, yeah, dun, dun. That yeah, no, did, didn't happen. None yeah. really. But you end up where. You have Superman and Batman and the Thomas Wayne and Calvin Ellis. They come to the The House of Heroes trying to gather everything there. And they want to find out. And they go off to the computer with Harbinger. Hey, you know, give me this. What? They find out that Barry had said they didn't know where Barry went still. And they find out there was a message message that deleted it. And they get it. Uh, but the problem is a lot of other things are being denied. He even tries to get Caleb. I forgot everything to very last message. Yeah. And the the message is, you know, this is Barry Allen, the Flash and Earth Zero, putting in and says, you know, hey, on Earth Omega. I'm on Earth Omega. Uh, Justice Incarnate call an emergency meeting now. Shit's we has got to get this. Shit's going bad. Wow. <laughs> you end up in a weird deal. And I thought, what is this? What is this with Thomas Wayne where he does look in to see because he says and I don't mind this kind of the deal where he's like, I left my son saying you should give up being Batman or whatever. And you're kind of skirting away the ending of when he ended up in. So that's fine. But he wants to see, what and he realizes, Oh my God, ear too much. Is Maybe. Ta- and and I like about? this where Thomas is like, Oh my God, you know, he didn't listen to me. I was a foolish old man, even thinking that. And look, he ends up having a bad family. And this is great. Now, is this a setup for something else? Cause it felt weird out of this. And we do have, you know, with James Tynan leaving and things like that, the setup going on is it looks like Batman isn't going to be around to be Batman after, uh, you know, a little bit of time. They're going to have this you big event. Maybe this is a setup for that. just felt weird. It just felt well, weird you know, out of nowhere. The, redemption, with
0: that's the thing is we're constantly having to do other books to make up for what Tom King has done here. The redemption of Flashpoint Batman is fine with me, and I like the idea that he could sit here. We could, yeah, we're taking a page page space for a gigantic book that's laying out the freaking groundwork of what's going on in the, the infinite frontier, you know, universe of DC I Comics. Mean, you know, it's East weird though because you but, say
1: redemption, he just says that was wrong of me. I yes. mean, I guess it's even, enough. And the, but, even
0: the idea that he doesn't want to go back to Earth Zero, even though it's not his real world, but it's the closest thing he has because he fucked things up so bad with Bruce, he is better off thinking that he is dead. Before the, the amount of shit that he I destroyed, guess this before just
1: lets him be redeemed like you said but also give him a reason to go back maybe maybe that's the big deal because it just felt weird out of nowhere while you have calvin there hearing the craziest (laughs) message ever from barry earth omega and stuff and and batman walks away and just says out of nowhere because harbinger won't let anybody see anything but yet He's not connected it Says Harbinger Show me Batman You see all these Give Batman me all the Batman. It's like You just have to know How to smooth talk I guess Because you see Give All the Batman. Give me that Atomic
0: Knights Batman that Even Russian that Batman. Atomic Knights
1: I'd like to be like That's a cool ass Batman hey, Harbinger, Like why does he need to see Show me that pirate see? Batman It is funny He's like Show me Batman Like and he- Show me my Batman. Hey, Seriously.
0: Harbinger. Hey, is there a Batman out there that became a vampire? There sure is. There show me sure that shit. There sure
1: is. I see him right there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's funny have, too. You have a Batman with the Kelly Jones ears? Yep, here he is. Right here. All right. That's awesome. But yeah, now, can I'd you love show me Atomic my son Knights. as
0: Batman beyond before he retired and Terry McGinnis took over? Right here.
1: <laughs> right here. <laughs> it is funny. He's just looking at Batman. Uh but yeah, he sees the family. And again, that's
0: just imagine that it's like a weird thing, like like let's say you go to some place with your family and you put on all that cowboy uniform and you have those like those old style kind of pictures taken where you're all like old West Cowboys. I just imagine like he has this photo album of his son in different cosplays of different eras of Batman. No.
1: Oh my son. And then he's like, Hey, show me my son and his family. Boom. Where's Tim Drake? Ooh, Eric, that's shade. I'm looking at him now. I don't see the Tim right he's, there. He's, he's
0: next to Dick. It's just on the panel.
1: Uh, I, I don't say it. Uh, but yeah, you end up then where you get that, you know, betrayal. Who was it who didn't give us this message? Just what's going did on? He
0: not give the machine. thing and now he's blasting it. Flashpoint Batman away and blasting away the Justice Incarnate because – well, the machine head is not happy with all the bullshit that they've been doing lately with multiversal hopping because it always—it goes back to what we saw before in Magog on Earth 22, the Kingdom yeah, of Come universe. and that
1: sets up his whole deal being exactly. His, yeah.
0: Everybody's got ideas about like, well, pretty much it's, it's segregation of the worlds. Like everybody's going to keep themselves to themselves. Stop hopping around doing all this stuff because every time this happens. Shit gets messed up and we're tired of it. We're not dealing with this anymore in Machine Head. He just doesn't want to deal. Like, Justice Incarnate might be in good shit for a while for him, but from his Marvel freaking, you know, DC universe that he comes from, like, you no, know, I'm I'm tired of Secret Wars and all this other stuff. Look, I I brought all these people here. This is, in, this is Injustice Incarnate. And when you have a situation like this where you have like, we talk about the idea that I love evil doppelgangers, but when you can have an evil team like the Secret Society, the Injustice League you know, the um this, the uh Legion of Doom, stuff along those lines. I love it when you can have a super pa- a villain team along the cat like the caliber that could take on a justice. Segregation so when you have Super Doomsday of Earth forty five, Lady Quark of Earth forty eight, Doctor Savannah of Earth Five, Superwoman of Earth Three, Magog of Earth Twenty Two, Fate of Earth Thirteen, Jokero from Earth Thirty Two, and Machine Head from Earth Eight here, all together as injustice like incarnate. This, this is the greatest thing I've seen in a long time because I have so much fun whenever you do that, especially even bringing out the idea of that 90s fate from that demon universe that's out there. But it's like the
1: 90s version of Dr. Fate when you have him like that. I'm like, all right, I, I have missed that. Look at him. He looks like Kurt Russell. 100%. <laughs> Look at him. It's Kurt Russell. Uh, but it, it's awesome. And again, I got excited at the end. And it seems to be these characters. And, and you got that things. Joker or the
0: amalgam version of different DC characters. So you have the Joker and Sinestro combined. Yep.
1: And the Sinestro deal. And I thought, and what I like about this is, and and we talked on the Patreon deal about Last Ride, just like Last Ride. That's an Elseworlds deal. And I don't think you're having that much fun in an Elseworlds thing. This isn't Elseworlds. This is in continuity. You're just playing with the multiverse, but yet you're having a this lot of fun with this. Yeah, and and so super, it is it's a super everything Day matters so right there. He right? can't even fit fully yeah, in the freaking awesome battle. That people don't even know what it is. This <laughs> is the everything matters deal that I love, and I think that it's really cool. And you're just now you're just adding team after team after team, but they're all in there for maybe slightly the same reasons, but not and all that. So it really does. You know, pick up the pace and, and really does elevate this book, which we have two more issues of this. It's and so now that I know Machine that we have had, that Justice League incarnate, I can kind of step back and say, okay, this is a really cool setup. Uh, it's what so about funny with
0: Machine Head saying Injustice DM? Because I'm actually surprised there's not an Injustice character from that earth that represented this team.
1: It would be cool if you did have like a Damian Wayne Nightwing or something like That's that. That's be cool. Uh, is he, or is actually, actually uh, a, a, a Actually, a uh, what's it called it was Dead Man. Uh, Dick Grayson at one point would have been cool having him as Dead Man in this, but, but the thing is, I'm thinking though. about
0: the thing because, like, is that an actual world? I can't remember anymore because that wasn't convergence,
1: it ended up being a dead timeline. They they said, but again, Thomas Wayne's here, so there you go. Uh, but yeah, it's cool. I, I just like, I also love the burned victim Tony Stark there, he's, <laughs> he's a mess with that mustache still, but I did like what he's like hey, we, we were invaded in alternate reality and we had a war in secret. I, I hate thought that Earth, was fun. Earth, I hate it fate so much. I know, but it was fun. It was a neat little, you know, aside like a wink-wink that I thought played out pretty cool with the idea. You know, he's pretty much sick of everything. We just want to be left alone. We want, like you said, we want to have that segregation with everything. And that's how things segregation, work, but everything is, is not going As that way. As he goes
0: off here with this big, you know, villainous monologue, like, now I don't want to destroy the multiverse. I just want to keep us separate. No more crossovers between worlds. Funny. No more crossovers. That's I kind of funny yeah, yeah. Yeah. And ironically, I wasn't alone. There are a lot of people in the multiverse who feel the same way. So it's funny. Like, man. I don't want people to go to the different worlds in the multiverse, so I better go to different worlds in the multiverse and and find people who think like me.
1: Magog works out. But again, you're like, okay, Magog, now you're in the house of heroes, but still, Magog, hey, Magog, you don't like to have people go around how about we get a team and we go around? <laughs> all right, let's like what's do it. Super Doomsday pissed off because Calvin Ellis kicked his ass before look he killed at him. him. <laughs> yeah, he probably is pissed off. Look at him; he's he's too big for his. I think br- Superwoman has too big her own for agenda. His britches. Again. Yeah, look at her. She's gonna she's take like, over all of the multiverse. I, I like she's like uh, What? And she's just after Andy Schmidt. She <laughs> just wants you know get that nonsense done. Uh, I did not
0: look to see if this is like you know that new Superwoman costume or not because it looks kind of old old school. Yeah, it looks
1: old school. But again, everything matters there. Maybe maybe she's pissed with that. Uh, But that is the end. And and at the end, I got all excited. It says next war on Earth and Mega. I'm like, that sounds cool to me. Sure does. Uh, I gave this an eight out of ten. There is still, like I said, there's still some things, and that's a whole point down from what I gave last issue. Uh, I would guess that you're probably going to go down that point as well or close to it, but. I really still like this. It's just there were some things. The thing with Roy and Hey, give me a hug. Oh my God, it's Roy. That that was everything with Roy Leanne, and the, Leanne, the JSA Leanne. kind of like yeah, know, and it was just seemed like really I forced what just to get to tell them me. on Earth Omega. That's all that was. But I really like the stuff with Bones and, and Cameron Chase explaining things, having Until that big the hologram. End, I don't understand stuff. what that
0: hologram shit. Well, meant maybe on bones. we'll
1: find out. Like you oh, said. Boy. Joshua Williamson has gained a little bit more trust than I had had going into this with that idea of like, what the hell happened to Cameron Chase? How did she? Oh, she got teleported out by extract. Okay. That makes good sense. Even at one point, there's it a weird the deal. makes good sense. There's a weird deal earlier, too. If you saw where extract goes up and starts yelling at, uh, Alan Scott, I believe it was, she starts to fritz out as well. She ends up having like what well, she's appears a fritzer. to be something the deal, but I think that that's also her. With some sort of disguise and things like that, uh, but yeah, with all of that, she has uh, eight that of frequency stuff me. going on. She's always and, vibrating like that. And I, I love where you can figure out like Zermonico's art is really good, but all the arts kind of no, come together well with me. Yeah, at the beginning, I thought that there was some parts where you're like, oh my god, that was a weird like jolt out of it. I think that they're all meshing together better with each issue. Uh, what would you give it?
0: I would give it a seven point five out of ten. I'm still having a lot of fun with this, especially with the ending, with the big reveal of Machine Head going heel and having his own Injustice Incarnate. I'm like, that's badass! I can't wait to see more of that and what's going on with Earth Omega because I'm thoroughly intrigued with Psycho Pirate Omega and what's going on there. Everything right there, I'm really cool with. I just hope that like we don't have stuff that falls flat, like the you know the Roy stuff, the JSA stuff. Like this was the big stuff for me where I cared about, and now that it's presenting, I'm like, eh, maybe I'll. Find other stuff interesting, you know, like because it just didn't do enough for me. And maybe we'll pick up again. But this was kind of a down issue in certain aspects of me, even though I love the art and a lot of the book overall.
1: I even like that little bit with Jade where she does say, hey, kind of tried to get the whole gang back together. And we came together and that's when they got attacked by Extract. But at least that explains why, you know, that building and Jade and all that. But she was trying to get some JSA stuff going on, which was pretty cool. Uh, but we'll finish up the podcast. We finish it up best for last. Wonder Woman, number 777 seven, seven. That's Who not 666, six, six, six. it's 777 seven, seven. six, six, six. Yeah, I think that's supposed to be the holy number, isn't it? You are a priest, priest? what's I'm going on? Three, three, three.
2: Segregation, Reggie! I don't
1: know, I thought 777 seven, seven was seven wasn't. You just said that it was bad, Eric two, two, I don't know seven? what you're trying to play <laughs> What, is this Jack? gay? <laughs> that's nobody a holy know, number Nobody knows what that is Oh my goodness, Eric, you made me giggle this is written by Michael W. Conrad. I'm just going to go Mike Conrad. Eric. He doesn't des- deserve that M. W. M. Michael. <laughs> Conrad. And Becky Connie. Cronin. And art by Menial Eric, Great art. I agree. Uh, and also Wade Van Grawl, Badger, and Geordie Bellair, Great colors. And Pat Rousseau. Uh, the book continues to be a mess of a half-baked ideas, wonky continuity. And in the end, doesn't do much for the character or the reader or the universe. That this seems to be a book to set up to fix. Ah, this issue looked great, but it just continues nonsense scavenger hunt for nothing to stop Janice because just well, Eric, from
0: place to place. She, she needs to, to do. be
1: stopped. That's that's pretty much at this point because even in this, you end up going and she gets involved with Wonder Man. But Wonder Man was already a problem anyway. It seems, and then seemingly to Zoinks, grab Dead Man somehow. It almost feels like at a point in this that Wonder Woman can say, listen, hey Ziggy, hey Rattostock, and I hate when she calls him rat. Yeah. Let's just let's just sit back here and just wait, because Janice is gonna get bored and come for us anyway. Because every time they go someplace, they seem to maybe kind of resolve a problem, but half the problems are because they're there, and then they resolve that, but usually somebody else resolves it, not them. I mean, legitimately at the end of this being on Earth eleven they don't do anything except set back the status quo that seemingly was there. But we find out that wonder man is a a piece of shit. Why did Janice release wonder man? uh, Because she wanted to do no reason. (laughs) Just because she says we're going to change the future. We're going to change the future. Well, Janice, you don't need to like Janice. Doubles back to taunt and maybe fight Wonder Woman, but then by the end just escapes anyway. There was like, no the reason for it to go. But everybody in this book should just mind their own goddamn beeswax and janice then we'll figure seems it out. To,
0: to want the idea where she's going to k- destroy everything that came before to have something that's new now. So I don't know why we're on Earth Eleven though. Breaking Wonder Man out as you know, Siegfried, Wonder Woman, you know, and chase after gods, him. Eric. And then we're just on Earth 11, even that idea, like, we're going to go from the sphere of the gods, crawl through this thing, and we're going to go to Earth 11. I don't know why. And everybody's like, the idea that they're on Earth 11, nobody knows why they're there or why she would even want to go to Earth Zero for that matter. And I I don't know what Janice wants overall. We're just going from world to world as Janice does fucking stupid things. Here's the
1: thing. Basically, what appeared to happen, and it doesn't really play out as well to me overall with everything we got as well, Janice ends up. She ends up separating, you know, the male and the female part of her. She takes the place of Wonder Woman on with the gods, in the sphere of the gods in Olympus. But she has a prophecy that somebody in the future is going to go crazy. Wonder Woman's going to go Woman's crazy and destroy, destroy everything. So yeah. she's going to go off. And, and so it's basically like, well, if Wonder Woman's going to do it, I might as well do it now. Gets a weapon, ridiculously from Asbestos, the god scraper, ends up killing everybody, but seems to want to change the future. She mentions it again here. Is she that dumb that she doesn't realize that this dark version of Wonder Woman is her? I mean it's like the self-fulfilling prophecy, but seriously, it's slapping you well, right even in the at the face. idea.
0: Let's just think about that where she then you know I know that Wonder Woman is ascending, she's going to come take her place in the sphere of the gods now and the, the Olympic pantheon. I'm going to separate from my past self the other the male Janus. And I'm going to pretend to be Wonder Woman. I'm going to go in there I'm going to kill the rest of the pantheon. And then while she's still coming there because it's going to mess things up, she's going to fall into Valhalla. I'm then going to go to Earth Zero, get a hold of Dr. Psycho, make him his astral project of Valhalla to fuck her up some more. There. I'm like, I don't know what any of this plot is that you're telling me. And then I'm going to jump from sphere of the, like, the sphere of the Gods place to place to place, and then Earth 11. I'm like,
1: This whole huh? story feels like it's being made as you go and barely By remembering what it was and just giving you stuff. And again... You're going to go up to Earth 11. I saw one review that was close to being a 10 saying that this Earth 11 is the best thing that they've ever read and that it could support a book on its own. I, I don't understand because you go there and you're just going to play surface level nonsense here. In fact, Wonder Woman goes into the Hall of Justice talking to Siegfried and stuff. Hey, it's great. These sta-. She doesn't even realize these statues aren't right. She doesn't even realize that everybody in the statue is the different sex just to get that reveal. Well, that's confusing. <laughs> like, and one head is off because that happens to be Wonder Man. So you, you knock his head off so that you have some sort of And it's surprise. such a weird
0: idea, but we have the – I don't even think it plays out anymore for the idea of gender. But gender swap to your know, heroes kind of thing, and that's the entire idea of Earth-11. And what we had before in the New 52 with uh, Grant Morrison's Multiversity Guidebook, we had a really cool design for these characters. And we had Wondrous Man in that where he had a really cool design in this it looks like Hercules in a Wonder Woman dress, and I'm like, this is the idea we're playing where all the ladies have pants on, but the men have like a skirt on, and he's a piece of shit because he's not going to be you know, kept he's down in woman's world. He's not going to be under
1: the thumb of woman's like, world, it. but it's, that's the thing. He's supposed here's, to be a hero of this here's world. Here's the thing. I just want to spell out. Earth 11 is not woman's world. Earth 11 is gender swap world, so everybody in this world, if you're a guy, you're a girl. Now- you are pointing out in this, and if you're going to do it the right way, you are pointing out that most of the Justice League is female here because, unfortunately, in the regular deal, it's the opposite deal. I get that. that That's an okay deal. But you're really pushing this as woman's world, which it's not. And well, saying, at the like, beginning, it's like calling us man's world for our world, though. Yeah, but, but they're trying swapped. to play that through Wonder Woman, but you're at the Justice League. that It doesn't play out. If she was on Themyscira and they even make that, the whole deal. But the problem is, is most people, and I saw some people commenting, that they weren't aware. That Earth 11 was a woman's world, but it's not. It's a gender swap world. Even at the beginning, you see this guy.
0: I think you're just playing the idea of man's world to woman's no, world I'm for, saying, because but we are gender fra- swapped. But,
1: but they're in the Justice League. That would be fine if we're on Themyscira and they say, "Where were we? oh, they went off to woman's world. You're playing with the entire Justice League that is spelling out that it pretty much is that. And you, you have Wonder Man say it, but nobody's any, you even have a guy at the beginning yelling, get out of the street, you beat Nick, but Hancock, and you're, you're like, what are you saying there? Like, is that, that, that would be a woman on our, what, like, nothing plays out in my mind, except for the idea that you're pushing that Wonder Man is pissed up because he's not going to be made to do. No, he's the hero. He's the Wonder Woman. Of the deal, but yet you're almost playing. This is like, in but now this, that it's
0: a man, it's over the top and but toxic. That's the thing. And I'm like, eh, that's yeah. what
1: you're, you're playing the idea. Like it is similar in a way to Earth three where you have opposites where you're like, OK, if we see Stephanie Brown as good, that means she must be bad in our world. In this, you're basically saying to me that if Wonder Woman became a man, she'd be awful. She'd be terrible because that is her counterpart in this world. And I don't think it plays out very well. I, d- I wish that what you went there as she goes and gets help from wonder man and they figure out together what's going on and you could do but you need to have for some reason something go wrong some villain whatever and you just have no setup of wonder man tried to take over before because he's sick of all these ladies and what they're making them do and whatnot ladies keeping the men down and and you're you're playing off i understand what you're playing off of you know i understand what you're doing here but this is just the idea of when Wonder Woman was about to go off into the elf's world, the elf saying where she sees a satyr who's chasing a wood nymph, and like, oh, my God, you satyr, you better not do that. That's fine. You know, hey, I, I don't need those. But that's kind of the, it's the it's a weird thing to just throw in. And this thing is just like it devolves into, hey, look, the man's awful. But it doesn't do anything for the story because, no. in the meantime, Janice had just gone because he was already in prison because of this same thing. So, when they are resolved, Wonder Woman doesn't fix now, anything. I, I don't know the
0: veracity of this because I haven't read anything of it, but like I was reading some stuff up on Wondrous Man and now Wonder Man because they have a whole new, like, you know, wiki on this guy because this version of the characters, stuff like that. And it does seem that it did take a turn. Like, I don't know if somebody just wrote this for like, you know, fanfic or whatever, but, or if this was in a comic that I don't know, but for whatever we had with Earth 11 before and some other story where, when you have the similar kind of timelines before where Wonder Man killed Maxine Ward, which then led to the Amazon's attack story, kind of in like the regular story. But this one, like it was, you know, man's island coming to woman's world kind of thing. And in that they were trying to overthrow. And that's when like, you know, Wonder Man got
1: arrested and like, you know, taken away. Why was he? I don't know where this came from. I don't recall seeing it, but again, That sounds like something that I I don't know. We'd have to see, because I've never heard that, and you have usually read most of the stuff, especially in the continuity that we're dealing with now. Uh, But the whole idea of this is Janice went to release Is It a Distraction? Is it to cause some problems? Also, you have things like Marsha Manhunter and and things well, I, that I just
0: don't like that as a name too. Just like yeah, you know, we have Martian Manhunter and now; it's a female version, and it's not like she, Wonder Woman just keeps calling it Miss her Miss Martian, even though it's a weird thing because it looks nothing like Miss Martian. She's a shape changer. I understand that, but the idea, you no, know, I'm Marsha, Marsha Manhunter. I'm like, nope, I don't like but- it.
1: With that, all this again is is like, hey, we're gonna hang out in this world for a little. Why couldn't
0: you just be Martian Manhunter? You though, end or up, Martian yeah, woman hunter. Whatever and, you want to be at this point. And
1: you end up having you end up having uh, Wonderman get free and then he goes into Texas Just League. Wonder Woman jumps in, Zeggy jumps in, Raddestock actually saves them at one point so that they and can Dead fight Man. him off. So that dead man can come, and dead man shows up like, "What up?" Every like he's such a street talk. I dead don't man, but doesn't we're doing do Boston anything Brand
0: anymore because now he's crossing the multi to multiversal freaking bleed to other worlds where now he's physical for some reason and can be held hostage. Like I don't he's know what your with
1: these characters at all. Yeah, end up having Janice say, "You think that death's the worst thing that could happen to dead man?" Well, I'll tell you different.
0: Wonder Woman and seems so dizzy. What is that she doesn't even realize she's not in her world where things are different and like. I don't understand. She does not seem like her at all. And like, even the idea where, you know, Siegfried's trying to ask questions about this, but he has no idea what's going on. Even to the point where after we, like, she realized, Oh my God, we're not on my, I liked your friends. Actually, we just met. I'm like, we were all just here for that. It happened
1: last page. Why are we yes, talking about I mean, this? It it, feels it, that's so what I'm awkward. saying. Everything is weird and awkward and, and pushed in a weird direction to then at the end, again, with all this stuff, what has happened with wonder woman since she came back where she did end up saving the entire multiverse omniverse whatever and then decides not to ascend not to ascend so she gets sent here and now i mean she goes from pretty much the biggest thing ever saving every single person to then running up and down a tree then and even then and and it happens again where in these books, Deadman seems to just show up to be a device to keep the story going because everybody runs into a brick wall and they don't understand what is happening and how things are going and whatnot. It happens again in this one to where we're now in the weirdest fetch quest because really it seems like they're going after Janice, but then when we see her, well, we almost get back mouse. to the we almost get back to the idea because they already did kind of face each other in the puddle and trash talked about I killed. You know the gods. Well, I brought them back. We kind of get back to her now talking trash about killing him again, and then it's just nothing. And then Deadman becomes physical, but you're a Deadman worked in the sphere of gods because he's dead man. Yeah, he does not work in the multiverse. It doesn't now he's work. Just, you where... know, Boston Brand and Earth Eleven. I mean, we just ended up talking about a book that's main focus is the idea that everybody in the multiverse first knows that there's a multiverse. So That's one thing, but also. The ramifications and the idea that people want to keep segregated—we shouldn't go. Barry Allen gets caught because he's the first one to jump between things. They are willy nilly jumping through the multiverse now in a book that doesn't make any sense. And so, what are you playing with? You're making well, this whole this book idea seem of silly. just being silly with Marsha Manhunter here talking about. Well, you call us Earth
0: Eleven, we call you Earth Eleven. That's the whole thing. I'm like, bitch, you were de- your planet was destroyed by Perpetual last month. I saved you. <laughs> brought you back to life i'm like don't play this whole game everybody knows about the multiverse at this point let's just move on but like every little fun and games kind of thing like even the idea where i'm not certain about this but even like it feels like i I feel like this was supposed to be the justice league but they call it the justice guild in here i should really go and look that up but i think that's something new as well but Nobody knows anything about anything in this book, including our heroes and anybody else that's in there. Because even the idea that we go to Earth-11 and for some reason going from a fairyland through a subway, getting to the multiverse in Earth-11, changes our clothes. And then when we go through a portal again, for some reason Siegfried's now in a toga, but Wonder Woman's still wearing the same clothes from Earth-11. I I don't I don't know what the rules are.
1: I don't either. And again, I I like the little things like Radistock, you know, stepping up and like, man, you were fierce. I was fierce. That's nice enough. But all in all, what are we getting from this? And, and just with that, Some good art. I think the art's great. And there's yeah, a so backup that we we gave up on. But there's with that, there. That's fine. Let me let me read you the solicit for the next. Thank the you, because I do want to know where we're going. Okay. It looks be like Earth and fifteen. This is August twenty fourth. It comes out, so we got two weeks. Right, we're going to end up with this, or yeah, you know, yeah, two more weeks of books. We'll end up having so. You end up hot on the trail of Janice. Diana and her allies embark on a whirlwind adventure through the entire map of the multiverse. Here's the here's the entire map of the multiverse. You you want to hear that? Do you do you want to hear it? Yeah, man, damn. Phantom Zone. Shit. Fifth Dimension. And Gem World. Oh, my. It says. Like the future, Janice's path through space and time is unpredictable. Will Wonder Woman ever catch her? Or could this be the Phantom end of Zone. everything we know it? The tale behind, and then you get the tale behind Paradise Island. But, yeah. The... The entire map of the multiverse, <laughs> Phantom Zone, Fifth Dimension, Gem World, multiverse. This, <laughs> and, and this what's the, going the on? The Gem
0: World is part of the Sphere of the Gods.
1: Yeah, and, and the Fifth Dimension, Phantom Zone. I don't know. It's uh, not on seriously. the multiversal guy. Like you no. know, it's not there. And, and so, what, what, play, what are, what are they doing? That. What are they doing here? It, it is like they are just pushing aside. What we I mean, I'm going to say the infinite frontier we just talked about, which is trying to rebuild everything, get us going into a great deal. And you have pretty much the most important character that led to that. She is. She ended up at the end of death metal, saving everyone because of her sacrifice, whatnot. And you are doing nothing and actually making it worse with what she's going through. And when I see people reviewing it, say, I like the moment with this and I like the moment. That's fine. Again, we talked about the Tim Drake deal earlier. You can like a moment. You can like something. like, But you have to get a story behind it that means something and is well written. And this is not. This feels like it is barely thought through. Shit's just getting thrown at you just to get, oh, where do we go next? This really feels... Like a lot of stuff that you did, it's starting to feel like Young Justice with Bendis just going all over, willy-nilly all over the fucking place without any fucking clue of what's going on or what they're doing. And it's a real shame because this book and the character and their fans deserve way more, even though I see people saying, oh, I'm a Wonder Woman fan. I love this. I really because in my mind then you're not a fan of good. That's the thing. Is I don't like the overall
0: Eric. story and I don't like the way that Wonder Woman is depicted at all with anything like her voice or anything or what she's doing. It seems like a dumb Wonder Woman who like kind of is losing her attention every 5 minutes like,
1: "Oh yeah, I was doing this." I'm telling you. What they're saying is when they say this because I'll read most reviews that come out, I, I try to go through them during the week. And what you get here is that surface level, almost like victory lap stuff. Like I say, I keep saying about like Nightwing. Oh, my God. Nightwing and Barbara in the same room. Ten out of ten. What they go with is if Wonder Woman at any point steps up to stop, say, a Wonder Man. That's what I want to see. That's all Wonder Woman. They get Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman stops a Seder. That's Wonder Woman. That, that's all they go with. And yet, the story leading and whatever is just complete nonsense. And the, they don't care. They just push that aside and say, man, it's Wonder Woman doing Wonder Woman things. This is awesome. But again, Janice. Like, What is Genesis? Hey, like what, what you page? Said, are you on right now? I am actually on the solicit, but I will okay. go back to it. I'm so actually the at is, the very end where you go end to page, up so page Ziggy.
0: 17, though, because there's a thing that while I do love the art, there's a problem that I have here because it's such a weird like the thing where we have our like justice in uh, justice guild here holding back Wonder Man while you know Wonder Woman's fighting Janice, stuff like that, but you have Superwoman... Using heat vision, and the way that this, it looks like the heat vision then like wraps around like a boomerang to be bounced off of Wonder Man's freaking gauntlets. I'm well, like, it looks like I she don't understand hits the what gauntlet
1: that then refracts it over to the star well, look, doesn't sapphire. Doesn't it look like it's moving like it takes a left and does a U turn to get to it? It's funny too, because even at that point when you're oh, doing she's in that, front you, of end, you end up having Star Sapphire jump in to say, I, I didn't even realize they were trying to stop Radistock from going into that fire. I mean, that's all, it, it's very yeah, it doesn't make sense. Uh, but even then, you have Janice that, like, she's right there. Just, it's so ridiculous for her to double back for this, where seemingly this is for no reason for her. Like, she is already a step ahead. She's already have them on the run and trying to, and yet she doubles back just to talk trash and grab dead man, just so that you'd have more to, oh my God, we got to get dead man, but who cares? And, and then, the, oh man, it was you. With Doctor Psycho, Cisco, yeah, get the thong song going, Eric. It's so funny bullshit. too, because what
0: we have in the future state with the Justice League, where you have Kid Quick is there for like you know Flash from the Earth Eleven that came to our world in the future kind of thing. Who was Jesse Quick? But Jesse Quick is the Flash of this like you know this Earth, and I would have liked to see her represented here since we have her
1: sidekick. In, you know, our future Justice yeah, League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The future Justice League. Yep. Well, well, there you go. Aaron. It's a weird angle. What, I don't know. What are you, you going to get? Nothing. Uh, but with all of that, what would you give this?
0: 3.5 out of 10. I love the art in this, except for that one Superwoman weird heat vision moment. But other than that, there's nothing that is remotely good about this. And never nothing about it feels right. And even just like the way it's presented. I don't understand why this is like. Right. I'm just telling you, I don't know why it's just a dude in a freaking Wonder Woman skirt. Like I'm Wonder Man.
1: That's like, just because again, it's so surface level that that's all you're gonna do. Hey, we'll do this and get him. Just like, the, and if you, the if women wear the pants. there. Everybody
0: has a chance though to go look up the Multiversity Guidebook and look up Earth 11, because in that you'll have a small representation of some of the characters there, and you'll have like Wondrous Man there, and he looks so badass in this design. I'm like, and this I'm like
1: hercules and wearing wonder woman's clothes i'm like and again though no. it's like there he is the villain but you're not giving us anything death about to the it. matriarchy yeah I'm like, just oh, that. that's Stop all it. it is like really like that's what you're playing with here it really feels like again it makes me wonder because it almost feels like they're pandering to the wonder woman crowd what they think will get that you know get going yeah all right yeah death to the matriarchy. like oh take them down whatever and it's It feels odd. It feels odd. It it feels
0: so surface level, just like, just write the most over the top toxic guy. Yeah, that's all it is. But we've seen. I don't like the women's. I said at one
1: point, remember the reason why Asgard was about to hit freaking Ragnarok was because the women Valkyries needed a day off. And Thor gave them Thirsty Thirsty Thor's Day. God damn it. And all was fine. But remember, though, it was Thor bad. Thor so bed and and but it wasn't even his fault because he had those weird weapons from Cisco that was set up by but what is Janice doing is Janice at the end being the hero to show us the you know imperfections of the battle Dude, of the I sexes don't even know why I Janice don't know looks
0: like Wonder Woman or how like Janice made itself look like but Wonder each, Woman
1: each issue or each little arc does seem to have that You know, oh, my God, Wonder Woman went in and power to the women. And and that's fine if it's done the right way. This is forced. It's pandering. It's nonsense. And me and you have loved and hated a lot of Wonder Woman stuff. But it's for the story. And there's no story here. It is so loosey-goosey with the bullshit and and nothingness and changing things even here in the multiverse. Where the big thing multiverse right now, omniverse. We called your Earth Earth 11. What the hell does that mean? It doesn't even make sense. Did did you have a map, guys? Because it'll show you. Yeah. So ridiculous. Three out of ten. Three out of ten, And that's what really liking the art. I mean, I did like the art a lot in this. So, what is going on? Holy moly. What is your book of the week, Aaron? Uh, what is my book of the week? I, I actually think, it think it's Infinite Frontier. Infinite Frontier. frontier. Mine yeah. is as well. Infinite Frontier is my you book. Usually, I'm on lockdown. Like, I know
0: exactly what it is. But for some reason, now that we're done, I just got so depressed.
1: I'm like, what is my I book? Know. Everything that's sucks because of this Wonder Woman. And and just as an aside, and sometimes we do say this just because people get upset, whatever. It, we're not trying to be negative. There's no scheme I here. I want a better Wonder Woman. It, you, people don't understand because this, especially for me, you liked a couple of the books a little more than me. But by the end of this, I, for a majority, didn't like a lot of stuff that came out this week. You know what happens when we get done here? I'm depressed for the rest of the night. I end up feeling well, depressed
4: beforehand too.
1: No, I'm saying even the idea that after this, I have a bunch of plans of things to record. I, I probably won't do them now because when we get done like this, I feel like I've been run over by a damn truck. First off, it's hot as hell in this basement. I'm but sitting here I'm like, black you're mold mold going to tell yourself whatever no, you need to do. I'm telling do you anything. afterwards, I'm down. I end up getting sad because I would love to love every single book. And it does. It it starts to eat into me. And it, it starts. I wish you would eat a little more. I might be thinner, Eric. But just, I, the I just idea go and read that, better books. But that's the thing. I assume so many nonsense things I got to record, Eric. I don't have but time, but I do, do end that. up. But that's No, I'm saying tonight, I'm not even going to, if I don't do anything, if I go to read, say I just say, oh, Eric told me there was a cool story in the Superboy story, whatever. If I'm going to go and read that, then damn it, I might as well just do what I have to do anyway for the Patreon is what I'm talking about. and And a lot of that. And I do try to stress that, too. A lot of the Patreon stuff is, is stuff we get to pick, so a lot of it is better. It is, you know, have some fun and things like that. Like right now, I could go off and reread Jimmy Olsen as the Beatle from one thousand BC. I have to no, okay. now that's fun. <laughs> I also <laughs> sent you a deal. Again, I'm looking at things to record and things, and last night I found a deal for a Secret Origins podcast that I'll have. It's Secret Origins the first bat or the first Robin and then have hint it's not Dick Grayson, right? That's Ooh. pretty cool. Because I'm only revealed. But that's, people can, but that's fun. And it makes something that's else make stuff. a little bit more sense in the yeah. overall yeah, continuity. deal. It's pretty kind of deal. cool. And actually, when I saw that, and there's another one, it's the Secret Origins that I want to do of the Batcave, where it actually reveals that Bruce Wayne, the Wayne Manor was not his lifelong home he ended up buying that later to set up the bat. so that's pretty cool now again these are different continuities and yeah. change things but it's, well, it's like one of those things that's that even fun. i had
0: as a kid where i had a the comic book about the first batman who was thomas wayne and a freaking you know had a uh like a masquerade party, yeah, a masquerade party thing, right, and he somebody who's to the batman stop, right and like so i had that like on a vhs tape on vhs on like a cassette tape that like played along with the comic book
1: and that's kind of funny because, like I said, that could even go in with, like, a Dr. Hurt. Of, like, oh, I did later on, I right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's pretty cool. But, yeah, at the end of this, you know, we just yelled about Wonder Woman. It doesn't make me feel great. It doesn't make me all happy. You know, hey, we did this. Now, again, we try to have fun and stuff like that, but it gets me down. In a way that I'm like, why can't these writers, you're getting paid for this stuff. Come on, put a little more effort into this. You know, a lot of times even people in the Slack say when they're reading a book and it doesn't even feel like the writer puts as much effort in the writing as they are into reading and and loving these characters. But hopefully that'll be the case. Maybe some people just can't write. I mean, that might be the case. But Infinite Frontier is my book of the week as well and here's what we're going to talk about next week with two We've of these next week, being right? on the patreon i'm looking yeah one one actually i hope is real good but <laughs> the have, answer's yes yes eric we, well Clown everything Hunter. that's the thing it all springs eternal we want all these to be good i have some nitpicks probably in one of these when we get to it because now i've watched the mask of the phantasm but Two of these will be on the Patreon picked by the badasses that get fresh croop beep boop. boop. They're all gems. Everybody, I'm telling you, everybody listening to this podcast right now, Gem. If you can get through this nonsense this long, you're a gem. But here we go. Batman Catwoman number six there. All right. Mask of the Phantasm. Follow Se- along. Batman's Secret Files Clown. Did I really need to watch it to follow along? Yes. Maybe this is the issue. Because all we the will. backstory
0: was in that movie.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, he's not dealing with it. I don't know that he watched it. Batman Secret Files, Clown Hunter, number one. Who's uh, the Clown Hunter, Jim? Oh, these secret files. Some might want to remain secret. You get Catwoman, number 34, right? Catwoman, number yeah, 34. I, I sh- don't remember what happened at the end. Oh, yeah, Batman showed up at the end, didn't he, she was drowning? That's Charles Barkley's number 34, and also Kirby Puckett. Nightwing, cool. number 83 nightwing number 83 eric hopefully that picks up for me everybody else loves it i think it's a gem i i hope that that's the case shazam number two forgot all about that book and we're, we're just two of two. four and i really hope that, mm. that
0: picks up because i love shazam captain marvel one of my favorite superheroes of all time and does not
1: really dig Care. that first issue put all those aside now i'm i'm gonna go on a limb i think that i'm gonna start liking nightwing this next issue wink winker okay i think i think okay I don't know. Am I playing a game that I'm just going to force that so people like me? I I don't know what you're playing at, honestly. Who knows, Eric? But put all those aside, we also have Superman the Authority number two. God, I hope that's good because I look forward to that so much. And Flash number 773. Now, going off of
0: DC's site itself, it says that we have Blue and Gold number two coming out next week as well.
1: Well, that uh, does not appear to be the case, Eric. So we'll, we'll have to figure that one out later. But maybe. I don't know. I'm going off because this uh, says a We're going list. number two, August 17th. Okay. Well, that's not what this says here. So okay. We'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to see what is going on with that. Maybe it was delayed and they don't... DC, their actual site seems to be the last to find out things. It's It'd very weird, odd, Wait, right? right? Isn't it odd? Uh, but they did, as a little shout out, they did let go a lot of people. So they have people over there that are doing a lot of people's jobs. They're wearing a lot of different suits. I so. know all about that. Yeah. So with all of yeah, you do. I, I know the opposite side of it. And the thing is, it's to funny too nothing. because
0: on Wednesday was the first time I was happy you weren't at work. No. Because the thing oh, is, thanks. We- well, I've been happy. I've been. I've been happy mm. on Wednesday. Everything mm. else, I've been sad, Jim. Mm, the so, time, I've yeah. been sad. But you know sad? why I was happy on Wednesday? Because
1: I would have flipped out or something.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> I because I had a truck driver show up, and he's a new guy. I've only dealt with him twice right now, and the thing is. Usually, the, every truck driver that I've ever dealt with, they have their own pens to sign the bill of lighting. And when I you know, load the truck, this guy didn't have a pen. And I had to walk all the way over to my desk. to get It It was pretty far. And you were
1: tired? No, oh, you were is, sweaty. No,
0: no, no. Of course, ah. it was like fucking 100 degrees. Oh, but no, I the thing is, was, this is a younger guy, this driver. And as I'm going to get the pen, I start walking back. He is just there. And he raises his arm up as if to say throw it over here oh I'm really like, oh no i don't want to do that because i'm just going to embarrass myself so then i just i he and it did keeps up he, it keeps, under he keeps motion no i threw it overhead and it oh, waited God. halfway there on the ground And uh, right as it did and freaking he has to go over did and you walk hear me thicker. laughing i know because the freaking lady boss comes walking out that oh, what a shitty throw yeah and i'm like i'm so glad the chimps die here because yeah. it's just worth why do people put me in this
1: situation i don't to i should have just but other days over. you miss me i you Oh, yeah, I yeah. sit here. There are days, I, I seriously, if you, the thing is, you don't have a cell phone, you asshole. Because there are days, legitimately, that I say to Tanya, I don't know when this asshole goes home or something, but he he can't walk home. And one time I did drive, and you I, you weren't there. I don't know how you go, where you cut through. I went to drive to get you. I, walk, I drove all the way to our work, and then drove back uh, home. I didn't pass you. I don't know if you worked that day or whatever, but it was like this... Might have been Wednesday. Maybe Wednesday, I, maybe I, I felt the deal. I'm telling you, there's been a couple of times where I have gone. It was uh, so one, bad. The last time before this week was me and Logan. And I said, hey, we're going to go and we're going to see if Eric's walking home. We'll pick him up. And uh, you were, so never you.
0: I you. It's so funny, too. I'm so – like my brain is fried I you had a cell degrees. phone, I
1: would have told you if you're having problems, you call me and I'll go but pick just your But just up.
0: imagine this, though, where it's the idea like I feel like I'm going to die. I start walking. It's been a terrible day all day. And I'm going to start walking like four and a half miles. So it's going to take me a little over an hour to go home. But I'm walking. Wrong turns father-in-law pulls over. Hey, you want a ride? no i'm good
1: (laughs) no i'm good actually it was now i remember it was thursday Uh because wednesday was bad and i thought of it late and then i thought he can't do this these days (laughs) and i went and tried to find you i don't even know when you leave work anymore so that is because you don't have a cell phone you sure it was thursday because we talked on thursday you didn't say anything about it no man you know what maybe it was maybe it was no you know what it probably was then friday because I got yesterday. To home or yesterday, but you, yeah. And, and that's the thing. I didn't know if you worked or oh, not. Oh yeah. I just started working Friday. again on Friday. So, yeah, I okay. tell you. so I didn't even know. And I think it was yesterday that I said I would just drive because I didn't hear from you during the day. But, uh, uh, with all that, that is said and done. <laughs> that's but our, I our crazy myself deal. With My week throw. Yeah. Cause you're, you're not very athletic. I was yelling at Logan the other day because Zach is is just as bad as you. God, you got to be so athletic to throw a pen. And I I laughed because Zach will go and shoot hoops, and he's just it's you look at him, and it's not even like the mechanics. You know, there's one thing of shooting good or shooting bad, whatever. But the idea that you don't even know how to even it's so weird. And I'm like, that's Eric. That's Eric (laughs) Shea. Look at, look at you. He can't do it. i yeah, because like, everybody's going to look at you and say, Look weird, at that athlete. There's weird hitch. Damn right. They would. They come and watch that. They're like, Boy, what, this guy is awesome. Actually, Logan, he was going to teach me, give me proper technique. An and i I took some shots and he's like, That doesn't mean athletic. And he ended I don't know up why where, you're not winning gold medals over that's there. That's true. I ended up starting shooting and, and Logan's like, Well, y- your shot is pretty darn good. It just, I don't hit every shot, but I got a technique there. That's it. I know how to play. I'm athletic. Uh, but with all of that, that is the end of the podcast. Us talking about our athleticism. I'll tell you, I'm more athletic than you. I don't give a crap what you're laughing at. At least I cabin. know that. Seriously. You might be able to, but I could probably throw a ball, hit that deal, and then catch it on the way down. You would go. You'd probably fall. Timber, they <laughs> yell you know, as I you might go. Fall. You might, Uh, but with all of that Like we said, two of those books will be on the Patreon Patreon.com slash weird science Go over there, there's a ton of other shows Including, as I mentioned, a bunch of times We ended up doing a a review Of the Mask of the Phantasm movie It's about an hour and 40 minutes long Too, We got into detail with that one Too damn long Yeah, I I had a good time, though, talking about it and watching it So uh, I'm armed and ready For next issue, even Optimus Prime He ended up tweeting out a deal where when he saw that I had watched him review it, it said, does Tom King get any idea Of what happened? You didn't need to have Any kid die to get a connection To get the Phantasm back into Gotham And I said, you're right, you're completely right uh, But there is that little deal Then they you tell the, me I was they right? Had, they mm-hmm. had that nightmare where I love when Alfred kept walking into rooms or out on the lawn and he had to yeah, turn around because mistake, it was love making. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh but there is definitely a section Sheet in that that butler. could lead into her having Bruce's kid, but you know, I don't know. We we seem to have dropped that narrative a bit. We don't deal with that at all. I don't even know what we're dealing with anymore. I don't either. I really don't. But so, maybe Batman
0: Catwoman number six will fill well, us in.
1: We we have that. And somebody actually even said right before we started tonight, like, oh, is that book still a thing? I forgot all about it. And that seems book. I said, no, it is coming out next week. And maybe we'll get some answers. There's always, totally. like we said, there's always that hope springs eternal deal. So we'll see. But that's it. That is it. Eric, what do we say at the end? Everybody have a great week. We keep a weird weird. We'll see you at seven. See you in seven.